0: Yo, WMT podcast, W I M T Y, whatever it means to you. Uh, we we did a little late one tonight. We got Mister Frank Gordon of the Destin Brewery coming here, bringing some of his beers. Talk about him a little bit. Share some old stories. Um, uh, as some of you know, uh, we were super grateful to have Frank come in here. Uh, it was a, it was kind of we had been talking about getting him on here for a while, but we had a little last minute change. Uh, we told you all last week that we were going to have the Siren Voyagers on here, but we had a little mishap, uh, and uh, they weren't able to make it in here this afternoon, so we had to reschedule for tonight, uh, but uh, we're stoked about it because we got to talk to Frank, got to drink some of his beers, talk about some some good old times, and uh, I really hope you guys enjoy listening to it. This was also the first night we broadcasted live on Facebook and Instagram. We really aren't sure how that went yet, but uh, we're going to check it out, and uh you know, We had some comments. It was fun. A little bit different, but uh, we'll see how that goes. We want to make this the best we can, so uh, we're going to get on that, and uh, big thanks for Mr. Frank Gordon coming out. Uh, we went a little long on this one. I think we went almost two hours, but I, man, I could have gone another hour. I had a good time. So, uh, hope you all enjoy listening, and uh, uh, you know, if you want to hit us up, you can comment on our website. We got a comment this week. It's kind of a funny one. I won't bring it up right now, but uh, you can see it on the website, and um, you know, you can uh, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, email us, wimty.podcast, W I M T Y.podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll get back with you. But uh, enjoy and help me welcome Frank Gordon. Live on audio. Nice. Three formats. Live on three formats. <laughs> first time. Sweet. First time. Um so anyway, we'll get right to it. My guest today is uh is Frank. Frank Gordon of uh currently with uh with Destin Brewery and he was kind enough to bring us some uh some beverages. So we're just gonna go ahead and dig in and then we'll we'll get to the talking. If you want to talk about it. what we have going on here first, that sounded that sounded nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's just one of our that's one of our flagship beers that's the IPA Um, you know made for hot weather drinking very sessionable not too bitter not too hoppy Um, we do a lot of late wow the sound that sounds fantastic I I know I should be quiet I wonder if Mike V's (laughs) in on
0: this he's like oh those fuckers (laughs) (laughs) my sound effects are are null and void
1: (laughs) oh yeah I don't do dolphins and um, that very well not very well at all Sweet. Well, cheers, man. Yeah, cheers. Good to see you guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Clinkies. So. I couldn't wait. I had to get in the So.
0: Man, so tell us about, tell, let's start, let's let's start right off, man. Tell us about the brewery. And also, um, you know, maybe how you came to, to start working with those guys. And, uh, and also, if anybody is watching on either uh, Facebook or Instagram up there, uh, hit us up. You know, if you have some questions or anything, hit us up. Frank will get at you. We'll go yep, at it so. absolutely.
1: Um, Destin Brew has been open uh, a little more than two years. Uh, back in May, that was the two year anniversary. It's founded by uh, Kelly and Chelsea Taylor. They're from the Miami area, then moved up to the Atlanta area. Um, Kelly was a fire EMT. Uh, they eventually started a wine distribution company. Moved down to Destin. Um, I didn't really ask them why. Why not? Yeah. Probably the same reason everyone else does. You know, spend a couple of weekends down here and vaguely remember how awesome it was, and you're mm. like that'd be a great place to live. But uh, they got down here and he had, he had brewed beer, um, big home brewer. He and some of his friends and relatives uh, used to get together and brew beer and he saw there wasn't a brewery and Destin needed one mm-hmm. and that was it. So um, started really small. Distribution footprint is, is getting bigger. Uh, we're in like four counties, over 200 different bars, restaurants, you name it. Um, right now we're using really small brew house, four barrels. A barrel's mm-hmm. about 31 gallons, so you multiply that every time. You know. Some of the other guys, like Idle Hounds, they're using twenty and forties. So, but we're gonna yeah, that's that's small. Yeah, ours is very small. So right now, you know, all summer we're constantly brewing every day. And mm. as soon as the fermenter is emptied, we clean it out the next morning and or or that evening, and within twenty four hours we're filling it again with beer.
0: And so you're brewing with them. I'm an assistant brewer. Yeah. Okay. So so your your role with the company then, which I'm assuming. Uh, aside from the, you said the owner and his wife, correct? Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I'm, I'm assuming aside from them,
0: there's probably only a couple of actual paid employees, right?
1: There's uh, The tap room has um, about a half a dozen that mm-hmm. rotate through. I wrote to, rotate through there also. Um, we have uh, Kelly as the brewmaster. We have uh, his brother-in-law, Kirk, mm-hmm. who's another brewer, and we have two assistant brewers. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of them. So four people brew. And uh, Kelly's wife, Chelsea, does a lot of brewing. She's very much a jack-of-all-trades and also has to handle all the... The uh, paperwork and accounting yeah. and things like that. So,
0: yeah. so how did you
1: come to uh, how did you come to start with these guys? Um, working at the other end, beer garden, and uh, okay. and had Man, heard
0: they, the other end's gonna have to give us so much money one of these days. <laughs> like we mention them every show, and we have no sponsorships. I mean, if anything, they get money from me because I pay rent here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You pay so. them and, and put them on the <laughs> air nonstop. Yeah.
1: Um, but I had heard they're like, oh, Destin has a brewery now. You need to go talk to him. And I was like, no kidding. I went over there. Great group of people. Um, and he was like, yeah, whatever you need. And you know, we gave him three tap lines, and uh, and uh, I would go brew with him when I first started uh, studying for my cicerone certification. Mm. I went in there. I was like, hey, is there any way I could come in and like mop the floors and take out the trash and watch you guys brew so I could know a little bit more about what industrial level brewing is? And he was like, no, there's no way. He's like, you can come in and brew with us. But I'm not gonna, you know, you can just you'll come in and brew, mm. and you know, you start early and uh, and learn how. So I would brew with them periodically, go in there, hang out. They're a great group of people, really nice, very uh, very welcoming. Mm. Um, and then uh, back in the spring, it, it you know the writing's on the wall for bartending for me. I mean, I'm I'm past forty years old. I'm sure you can't tell by looking in the camera, <laughs> but um, that's a young person's game. And I was just I didn't want to get too jaded. Yeah. was already just a little jaded. Didn't want to get too jaded. And but that's the way I wanted to go. I mean, yeah, actually.
0: well, and not not to not to interrupt you, right? No, not, right? not at all. Middleman, but, but that, that I mean that I, that was the same way with me with bartending, man. Mm-hmm. I felt like I, I seriously I thought I was either gonna die, or <laughs> I was gonna have a breakdown right uh, after doing it for so many years. You know, it yep. it, uh, it really people don't understand like it, especially if you're um, if you're working at a late night bar. Is where it really gets tough when right.
1: you're dealing with drunk people at you know two a.m. and shit, man. Like Even that's... that, you, know, you get older, you just you can't sleep late. It's mm-hmm. hard to sleep until noon, eight a.m. You know, you become your father or your mother, yeah. And uh, you're up at the crack of dawn. And you're like, I only got three and a half hours of sleep, and I drank a lot. Well, I won't be doing that for two or three months, mm-hmm. you know. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> service industry is usually a little more, I don't know, young young good looking people <clears throat> better than the older good looking people. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. To, I don't know. So, so you were donezo with bartending. You just you couldn't do it anymore. Oh But you still wanted to. Hopefully. I for mean, now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, beer. I decided, you know, work for beer. Mm-hmm. Um, did the Cicerone certification. Um, started- Two-thirds of this room is Cicerone certified.
2: I'm a beer server.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I got that. So I you got, got the level two. Yeah. You leveled right. up the 20, 25 page written exam, no tasting shit. exam. Thanks, man. Can we That's, talk about that real quick for sure. people that don't understand what that is? That's no sure. Shit.
0: Let's let's talk about and uh, we'll get Shane actually involved a little bit here, just because he is a level one cicerone. <laughs> so he's like Frank Junior over here, and then we have a level two cicerone. So right. tell us, tell me about,
1: tell us about the cicerone game, how that works. Um, cicerone program was uh, started in Chicago. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't remember what year, a lot longer than people would think. But it's in layman's terms, it's described as being like a sommelier for beer. Um, right now, they have four levels. Uh, the, you've got your introductory, which is the uh, beer server. You do have to know about beer, how to serve beer, problem, you know, uh, troubleshooting, mm-hmm. uh, beer styles. You take that test online pay for it it's a multiple choice exam but it is timed and you only get like an average of like 30 seconds, yeah, per, 30 question, seconds per question Right. Mm. I've had people like oh I tried to cheat but I was rifling through all my shit and just couldn't find the answer so I just put it down and actually passed and I was like well yeah you knew it you just you know <laughs> um, level two wow the difference is is staggering you need to know the brew process from beginning to end um, precursor chemicals uh, all flavors uh, I mean the enzymatic processes uh, all kinds of stuff. You have to do a tasting exam. You have to be able to identify bad beers by bad flavors, um, style recognition. You know, is this a dry Irish stout or is this a, an American double imperial stout? Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, subtle nuances in that sometimes. Uh, so it, the the written exam is 20, 25 pages. There's essays in there. There's uh, You have to know food pairing, um, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And then you would go to the master level until they created the fourth one. So there's an advanced level three. Much more, you know, food pairing and then the master. And, you know, if you're a master, it, it sounds like you get, like, a really cool hat or something. But there's not that many masters out there. <laughs> How, that's what, that was going to be my
0: next question. How many masters are there?
1: I don't know. I didn't look. I knew. I looked today. There's, uh, there's 94 Cicerones, uh, level 2 Cicerones in the state of Florida. Most of those, understandably, are down on the peninsula. Yeah. Tampa and Orlando, that's just...
0: That's still not a very large number, though. So none, you're one yeah, of
1: 94 no. in the state mm-hmm. that have passed the level, too. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool, man.
1: Yeah. There'll Check. be a lot more. Distribution companies are, are like, almost yeah. forcing their people to become ones. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, that should make you uh, desirable for, for... For something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: for once, no. um, Yeah, we'll see. And, you know, Kelly and Kelly and Chelsea... Every single time, you know, when, when it came time to uh, for that thing, what do you need? What can we do? You know, they would just give me beer for all flavors. Mm-hmm. We'd have all flavor testings in the tap room, things like that. But uh, very supportive. Uh, Didn't you tell me that was the toughest part of
0: the level two? Was the actual yes. tasting?
1: Didn't you tell yes. me? I, th- I remember a story you told me about uh, something about a milk stout that uh, <laughs> it was. you got hosed.
0: Like the whole group got hosed on this right. milk
1: stout, right? I don't. I don't know. I mean, we're really not supposed to get. We're not supposed to. You know, give the. Specifics of it, but yeah, I mean, the proctor, the examination goes to the store and gets some beers for mm-hmm. style recognition and things like that. And and got a stout, got a milk stout nitro in a bottle, open it up, you pour it in these plastic cups, it's there for like 45 minutes to an hour. And then you're supposed to say, Is this beer bad? Is there something wrong with it? Or is it okay? And the customer just may not like it. And, you know, at that point, you're like, I don't know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: better lucky than good. If I had a quarter, yeah. I would just flip it and see what happens. So, um, yeah, I would, you know. Have a lot of internal arguments mm-hmm. about through the entire test you know and just write in capital letter one time i did that i was when i on one page uh taking the written exam or like they're asking why would what would we pair with a certain food and they didn't say how it's prepared you know how you cook something like a pork tenderloin if you boil it it'll taste probably <laughs> like a, a shitty hot dog but if you were to you know braise it or pour it on the grill or something like that it would be completely different so i was just like why can't we say why and like Three exclamation points, and they probably thought I was a nut. So job. you
0: just had to say whether it was good or not.
1: The beer, whether impression. there was a defect or not. <laughs> right. That's the only choice you had. Basically, it. Yeah. defect or no defect. If there was a defect, what was it? And I was just uh-huh. like, uh, I don't know. I've had a, I've had a room temp, a flat room temperature, you know, Mil- milked out <laughs> nitro <out of> <laughs> milks out, out of a bottle <laughs> in a long time since, <laughs> since 1997. I mean, <laughs> so, man. Yeah, so,
0: was, so what's the studying process like on that? I mean, I would assume that. Be, it probably takes like, I mean, it probably had to take you several months to be prepared for that, right?
1: Um, yeah, almost a year. And I was right. working at the beer garden, which will stop mm. giving them the free press, okay. but That's you cool. know. We and like if you got you guys saw me here, what seven days a week? I think one time I counted twenty seven straight days being over here doing something. So I was trying to study. Mm. I bought a, uh, bought a really great, study exam uh, from a guy named Chris Cohen out in San Francisco. cha ching, Chris. But uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um. That helped a lot. He broke it down. He would even say, on the exam, they're going to ask you for this, but not this, so you don't have to worry about this part. Um, maybe that was, maybe I shouldn't have said that, I don't know, but it, it definitely did help, but it put the focus where the focus needed to be. And the flashcards, you do flashcards all the time, mm-hmm. uh, a great big pack of flashcards non-stop until you can just, you know,
0: yeah. that helped. So did, so does being a level two Cicerone help you in the brewing process as well?
1: Sure, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um I've uh, brewed with uh, people in the past that knew how to brew but not exactly why, you know, certain reasons. You know, why, why do we even have to boil this stuff anyway? And, mm. you, and you know the reasons why, chemically what happens and the re- what would happen if you wouldn't boil it and mm. things like that. So it does happen. Um, and now, you know, that, that level two was such a big hurdle. Once I finally got it, I'm chomping at the bit for level three and I'm, like, devouring books. But I've got, like, three dozen books and this stack of uh, chemical cards that looks like a AP chemistry exam every one of them I'm like what you know I don't you
0: know, so you're going I, in for
1: level 3 yeah and that's a you know you 700 test I want to do it uh, I want to do it within the next um, 14 or 15 months so this year I mean if I feel good about it this time next year yeah, yeah I'll, I'll register for yeah. it right. but it's it's a seven or $800 exam and if you fail it they're like, why don't you take a year and study a little bit more? You failed it pretty good. And, you know, <laughs> <but> so, they... <laughs> so
0: what it, So what happens if you get your level three then?
1: If I get, how many How many of those are there? Less than 94 in Florida, I can tell you that. There are more of those. Well, yeah, I mean, for sure. Right. Uh, it used to be you know, the level two and then the level three used to be the master. Mm-hmm. But That's then what I thought. Existing yeah. master Cicerones were like, man, I wish there was a, something in between it because the amount of information we have to retain to go from, it's from certified Cicerone to master is just – Incredible. Mm-hmm. So, we need something in between. So, they came up with that. A lot of masters were like, Excellent. We would have done that too. And uh, I do see a lot more master cicerones out there. There will be a lot more. Um, I hear a lot of people, though, after taking and failing or passing the certified cicerone exam, they're like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's enough for me. And you do know, I mean, you do know quite a bit, but how you apply it and can you retain it is another thing. You can cram for the exam and get lucky on the tasting exam and pass it. But like a lot of certifications, if you don't put it to use, it will fade eventually. Mm. So, luckily, I'm working for a brewery and uh, just started a consulting company, so I can put all of that stuff to, to use. You, you, cons- you started a consulting company? Yep, I did. Shit, let's talk about that. <laughs> all right. Um, started a small consulting company, um, one whole employee called uh, Beerwise. Mm-hmm. And basically, and I mean, everything is just now coming off the ground for that, but um it will be you know, there there's some bars in the area in the southeast, even in this immediate area that um, craft beer just kinda took it by storm and they're still serving only macros, you know, Bud Light, Middle Light, Mick Ultra. Mm. And they they wanna serve craft beer but they have no idea what to. So if they contact their local distributor, the distributor will I hate to say it. The distributor most likely just push what they need to get out of the way. Mm. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah,
0: or or what they get the best deals on. Sure. It's, it's going to just turn into straight dollar signs for yeah, them. They. That's I mean, it.
1: they're salesmen. They got a job. Yeah. They need to push certain product. Yep. They're like, oh, you want this this you know cran raisin saison that we have mm-hmm. got here. <laughs> um, they expired five months ago, but <laughs> yeah, sell- it's like. aged. <laughs> right. Um, We're aging it. <laughs> yeah. Cellaring <laughs> is the term they like to use. It's <laughs> been cellaring <laughs> nicely. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it has got a ring mm-hmm. of gunk around it? Yeah, yes. Yeah, artisanal. I mean, think
0: <clears throat> I think that's a good idea though because I, I almost feel like you have to have if you serve beer you have to have some craft beer.
1: Yeah, you absolutely. You know, and and
0: it's just expected now. A know? lot of
1: a lot of people like to use the the term millennials as kind of like a one liner. Mm-hmm. You know, and we kind of laugh about it. But I mean, you know, millennials are the one that are going out and spending money right now. They're graduating college. You know, they've got hopefully, um, you know, a decent. Decent income, and they're changing the way a lot of people eat and drink. You know, they don't want they don't want Bud Light anymore. Sorry, mm-hmm. well, they don't want macro light beers anymore. They want something better. They will pay a little bit more for it, and it is almost a kind of bragging rights, mm-hmm. um, and a little hipsterish. But you can, I mean, you can point fingers at it all the time. I come off as pretentious and hipster, like these glasses I brought us. Well, yeah, you well, <laughs> we're not drinking. We're drinking IPA. We're not drinking out of your typical pub glass. These are Belgian tulips because I I drink water and tea out of my glasses at home and,
0: <laughs> okay so why and why are we drinking ipas out of this is a belgian tulip
1: belgian tulip yeah um well i mean this ipa in, in particular has a lot more hops in the nose than it does on the palate but the inward taper of this glass your glassware is very important for the aesthetics and flavor but yeah tapers inward the aroma gets in there on the back of your soft palate you taste what you smell but that's mm-hmm. that's part of the flavor the flavor equation you've got taste on your tongue and but you've got aroma through your nose and your soft palate. And together, they come together with a lot of other things and create your flavor. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> And you know, it I got I spent money on them. I need to use them. Oh, like, well, there you go. They're yeah. like ten bucks a piece. So. <laughs> well, we'll t- we'll be very careful with them. Oh, the, I don't care. In the studio. If we break, I don't care if we break it. I'm just glad we're using them. So. so. But yeah, neighbors and friends are like, oh, here comes with this curvy glass and <laughs> and some uh, fancy beers. Yeah, he's a level
0: two. Fucking, fucking Franks here. Well, I mean, I,
1: you know, I don't. I try not to bring it. And that's another. The the beer world is full of like, you know, one uppers and, um. I, I, you know, when I go out, when you are a bartender, did you go out and the first thing you told people was, "Yeah, I'm a bartender, dude. I know, I understand." You know, when you go to a bar, you're like, hey, it, bro, depends.
0: Bro. "It depends. It right. depends." If someone's having a bad night, I will. Sure, yeah. I'll hey, be like, don't "Hey, don't worry about it. me. take right. Take care of, take care of your shit, dude." You know, I'll be cool, right? But
1: I, I don't go in there and like, expect hey man, how's it going? I'm a bartender. What you got? that's good? Yeah, All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because you know, when you're behind the bar, you're like, here we go. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I, when <clears throat> when I do go out to drink, I take, I try to take as little of their time as possible. Yeah, sure. Unless unless I'm at like one of my regular spots where I know the bartenders. But right. like, if I'm in a, if I, if I walk into a place where I don't know the, where I don't know the bartender, <clears throat> but I'm there to have some drinks. I'm, I'll familiarize myself with what they have. I might ask them if they have like some one-offs or something funky or something. Yeah. But for the most part, honestly, for the most part, I'm I'm asking them what you know what what their IPAs are right. most of the time. It's just because that's what I like. I'm not I'm not into it. I'm not into beer as much as I I used to be. You know. Shame. So I, I'm still I still love it. I'm still <laughs> into it. But like uh, <clears throat> you know when I. I started bartending at Mellow Mushroom in 2003, 2003 or 2004, and no one knew what craft beer was back then. Right. Like That was the first place to even have it, and let alone uh, stuff like Sweetwater. And like like people would go, people would come from like Pensacola and Panama City and right. all over the place just to come there and drink sweet water.
1: I remember when people thought um, a Yingling was you know the crap. It beer. was, yeah. And for a minute yeah. it was, yeah. Now I drink Yingling I'm like, oh. yeah. Be, I mean, it's, it's now it's someone's solid. like, you
0: want a Yingling? I'll be like, you have any Miller Light? <laughs> <laughs> like the Miller Light's my jam. If I'm going out to like play Golden tea with like with my brother or something, sure. yeah. and I'm wanting to actually hang out and not feel like trash in the morning, I'll, I'll drink Miller Lights, man. I I mean, I'll still still
1: go to that Uh, if I'm going to pretend that I'm playing golf, which is just drinking outside Mm -hmm. for me and throwing away $20 (laughs) worth of balls. Yeah, I'll take Miller Lite. I'll even, if it's hot, MGD64. I'm not too, you know, there's people, yeah, I'm sure in Chicago, they're ripping up that situation, (laughs) that certification. But, uh, yeah, that's just basically water, and it feels like, because they don't serve water in a can that much. Mm -hmm. Except that LaCroix, and I don't like the raspberry flavoring. Yeah, you don't like LaCroix? I don't know. I've never had it. I like lime. I like lime LaCroix. They make raspberry LaCroix? I, I was assume, assume, just. There's like 20 flavors of Lacroix. Right. I, I hate, hate Lacroix. I like them. It's so. I like them. I'll slam it.
0: I can, I'll just like slam it. Give me my San Pellegrino any day. Well, there you go. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> I
2: like the bubbles. <laughs>
0: um, <clears throat>
1: well, you said uh, you said they're probably going crazy in Chicago. Is that where the Cicerone headquarters That's, are? Yep, that is the uh, the home office. Okay, uh, yeah. and there is a. Um, the Siebel Institute is also coming out with a program too, and and you know it'll be the top two. It'll be Coke to Pepsi. It'll be, um, you know, there's always. There's always two in our market.
0: Oh, so there is another. There's another one. There's a competing sure. certification.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's as prevalent. I don't think it's as well known. Um, yeah, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I I only found out about it because I had to buy something from them. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for an all flavor kit, and and it came up on their website, and I was like, well, surely I'm. You know this traitorous action. Yeah. You know en- the uh, means justify the ends. Was it cheaper?
2: It's expensive. It is. It's ridiculous. All, I, all I just needed them to have it. It's expensive.
1: I think yeah. it was. It was like a hundred bucks for like four little vials, and I'm talking. Yeah. You remember the little the little cologne testers you'd get? Yeah, yeah. yeah a yeah. little bit. Ba- it's like yeah. that, and you basically dump it into a gallon of beer, and it and it'll it'll make it. Taste it bad. That's the defect. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And they Pay a
2: hundred dollars ruined a shitload of. Beer. To ruin yeah.
1: really expensive beer too. You, well, exactly. you you try not to. You know you know you don't want something crazy. But yeah, you'll like you said, you pay to ruin beer, and then you force yourself to drink it. And yes, this does taste disgusting. I need to memorize this for future reference. Oh, and we're talking, so like, uh, <laughs> we're talking things like, we're talking things like you know movie popcorn, rancid butter, um, vinegar. There's uh, green apple. There's uh, bile. Those flavors are indicative of some type of infection or uh, what? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's just the, t- I mean, there are nicer ones. There's banana and things you wish they all you know tasted like, but the, the really bad ones are the ones that, that stick out through the end there. Some people are more sensitive to than others. And wow, that's flavor. tough. That's right.
0: really tough. That's like if I have a bottle of red wine around the house that I opened six days ago or something <laughs> like that, and I'll, I'll pour it, and I'll be like, does that taste like vinegar or not? Like I think it might. I can think yeah. of, it's like, well, am I enjoying drinking it? <laughs> like that's really what it comes down to, and and then you know just be like yes or no, and it then it's happens. like do I really enjoy drinking red wine at all? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit here and there, but yeah. You
1: know. Well, you know, you find yourself doing, you find yourself looking at things. You know, I got my beer closet where I hoard mm-hmm. hoard beer, and I pulled one out that was about two years old um, that I was cellaring, and I it had been laying on its side in the racks, and I looked, and there was some sediment in the in the neck, and I was like. This is probably bad. And my friend, she's like, why? And I was like, you know, there's a sediment in the neck. It's probably infected. And she's like, well, maybe it was supposed to be. And I was like, no, it, you know, this this isn't, it's not supposed to have it. I opened it up, stuck my nose in it, went to the sink. She's like, wait, don't pour it out. And I was like, it's, you know, it was really bad. It had, mm. a, lot of, it had a lot of badness going on. And I actually poured some smelled it and like, let her smell it she's like well that's not that bad I was like I don't want to drink something that's not that bad I mean it's you know she's like how much does that cost I'm like $27 <laughs> and uh
0: man I need you need to come over to my house I've got a a whole drawer full of beers that I've been aging probably not the proper way but mm. uh I keep them in a cool dark spot you know that's all you need um yeah. and uh you'd probably be able to tell me about them whether they're whether they're good to drink or not. Like, I mean, I'm I think, I'm sure they are. Yeah, yeah have like a 2011 Festivale or something like that from Sweetwater, you know. It's oh, like a shit. it's a winter warmer. It's like 11%.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. That'll So it's probably going to be
0: delicious. I've got a couple 2012s. Um I've got some weird shit up there. Like that uh uh what was it? There was a Wasn't there like a bitches brew or something like that or a special Sam Adams that they did? Something like that. I've got one of those. That's like aged. I got a bunch right. of weird.
2: You got two thousand eleven.
0: Yeah, man. You want me to bring right it in? Yeah, yeah you, you
2: should. That. That's coming up on eight years. Yeah, yeah. I'll fucking bring it in, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah, when I yeah. when I got that certification, I pulled the the best and the oldest I had is like mm. an 03. Um, it's an Italian, you know, uh, Italian oak aged. Yeah. And it had almost no carbonation and it was extremely mm. vinous and stuff. But it was and it still had a little bit more funk to it. It had some funk. But not bad. I mean, it was it was Yeah, fantastic. so how do you
0: know? So when it's aged like that, how are you supposed to know if it's good or not
1: still? You open it and find out. You just
0: like, it yeah. basically kind of like what I just said with the wine. Like, do you enjoy sure.
1: drinking it? Well, that's
2: the thing. Just nobody has been doing this. Really
0: yeah, it's a new right. thing. Aging it, beer it, is it a means, new thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. I and mean, they're, especially, and I used to have a bad habit of aging stouts too long. You know, stouts do have a significant hot presence to them. You just don't know their balance to the malt. Mm. So you're getting all that chocolate and roast. And, um, and I've opened some and been like, huh. It's not what I thought. Drink it. I'm really not enjoying this, but I don't know better, so I'm going to drink it anyway. Or I'm just like, I'm I'm watching football. I need the booze.
0: Yeah. So
1: I'm not going to pour it out. That's another thing. Watching some of those guys from Wine World, Randy Hayden, Mm-hmm. Nate, all those uh, Neil Byrne we used to meet over at my place and watch football and everyone would bring like their prized weekly possession and they'd be wearing anywhere from like nine to fifteen percent and by the end of the first set of games everybody was passed out. Mm-hmm. You know, you sleep off all the three o'clock games, <clears> everybody gets up, it's like, I'm going home and you sit there and yeah. kinda stare at the seven o'clock.
0: Yeah, we don't talk much about people who aren't here, but I've I've seen when I bartended I Randy came to my bar to watch a Falcons game. <laughs> and I was like, I am never, ever, ever watching football with that dude, <laughs> fucking ever. Like, I kind of wish he would leave my bar. And, uh, and you know, we're at, you know, our cool and shit, yeah. but like, he's a tough person to watch football with, man. <laughs> and y- y'all are both, uh, y'all are both Falcons fans too, man.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. Heartbreakers. That golden Tate catches.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't
1: even get to see it, but I have heard. Oh, my God. I hear 50-50 from the analysts. Well, most of them say, yes, it should have been. But they're like, that's just the way it, oh, that's the way it happens.
0: It's sometimes. tough. That was tough, man. But the th- see, the thing, the difference between being a Falcons fan and a Lions fan is Falcons fans know what it's like to have a good team. Lions fans don't. We've had the arguably the best running back ever to sure. play in the NFL. No argument. And arguably – a top three receiver ever to play,
1: sure, in the NFL, and uh, probably going to be a Hall of Famer quarterback if he Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And nice Stafford's a gunslinger. So.
0: Yeah, and what happened to Barry Sanders and and Johnson? <laughs> they both quit after ten years. They had more gas in the tank. They just yeah. knew that like
1: we aren't going to win in Detroit. But you gotta, I mean, you gotta yeah. respect them, and that's why people love them so much. They stuck oh. by Detroit mm-hmm. for so long. Um,
0: See, so that's the t- that's the, that's the, that's what the tough thing is. Is like shit. Detroit could be super easily be 4-0 right now,
1: yeah. and that doesn't happen. That's not a thing that the Lions do. You know? well, you know, people want to talk about the Super Bowl, and I'm like, look, as a, <laughs> as a Georgia native and a Bulldogs fan, a Braves fan, and a Falcons fan, all my life I've watched our sports teams flush a good thing mm. at the very end. You know, yeah. I've seen, yeah. Um, oh, man, they got this one in the bag. Shh, 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 no. No. It's not over yet. You yeah. know, I had people texting me in the third quarter of the Super Bowl. Congratulations. Yeah. The win percentage is like 98.5 and I'm like just sweating bullets and my friends like, "Oh, they're not even paying attention." And then they, you know, here they come. It's almost like
0: you couldn't believe it as it was happening. I I just
1: kind of <laughs> you can't believe it cuz it
2: happened.
1: Right.
0: Dude, I was laughing. And I just I just got I less was laughing and less so animated. Hard. Like each time like after each thing happened, but then when I knew when I knew when you guys somehow got penalized what thirty yards, like it was like a third and thirty five yeah, or something. Yeah, there was a holding, and then he took Somehow, a sack, and then yeah, and then went out of field goal range. I was like, they're done. That's it. Yeah, they're losing. They're gonna lose this game. Like, and then I was like, what? Do I, are there any Falcons fans I don't like? <laughs> 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 like, <clears throat> like how hard do I want to go in on this? Um, but yeah, that it's it's cool too though because uh, Shane is a Georgia fan. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll go every now and then he'll he'll watch some Lions games with me and pull for him just because of Stafford, Stafford yeah. you know I pull, I pull you so so we aren't
2: that's an understanding
0: yeah yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> I need him to pull for me on the big days right I'm, yeah uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so are you a Georgia Bulldog fan yeah yeah, yeah. you guys are looking tough this year you I know, feel like we uh, often do um, often look <laughs> look tough are not going
1: to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, don't put too much stock in it. Oh, well, but, yeah. and
0: also, also another thing though, Are you can gonna play for SEC championship. Alabama?
1: Yeah. Oh, never mind. You know. Dude, they're so good. Always, even they're when they're so even when they're having a whatever a down years for Alabama is still really good. Yeah. You know, you just.
0: And someone, uh, someone made the comment the other day, and and it's also something that I've been thinking about. Um, if there's two, like I try not, I I try to be careful about how much like I. Like, like I try to be pretty positive most of the time, but there are a couple things that I hate on, and because just because it gets people really upset. But the thing is, I cho- the things I choose to hate on, are, you know, are people that are, or teams or people that are doing really well in their careers or something like that. Just because I know they're so much like they're so far ahead of me or any of my teams. And like number one is Alabama football. They've just they're so freaking good. But the thing is, their fans. When you talk some shit, their fans get so riled up. Like they want to fight you. Yeah. Over like over a fucking facebook post i mean that's and uh that's but, king right but now. but the thing is like if if uh like if nick saban wanted to quit and come coach at michigan i bet like, come on nick come on <laughs> come on you can join harbaugh we'll do this right. we'll just take over um and widespread panic <clears throat> <There's> Another one. <laughs> all right uh, but the thing is if widespread panic called me tomorrow and they're like hey we need a tour manager i'd be like I'll be on, let me
1: be on that bus. <laughs> kind of like Patton Oswalt. I'll be there. Like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so like, yeah, the hating is kind
1: of like, it's playful for me, you know? Um, I don't and, know if I uh, trust people that don't, at least a little bit. And so, some, you got to have something, you know?
0: Well, yeah. And like, dude, there's this, uh, there, there's this one dude that's kind of had it out for me a little bit lately. And I was, I was thinking, I was like, God, like, uh, this dude's just hating because he doesn't have shit going for himself. Like, so I was, I was thinking, I was like, man, the only people that, that, that really hate are, are people that aren't even close to what's on your level. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of like me and Alabama football and widespread panic. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, 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 at least I can admit that I'm not on there. Like my teams are, are right. or whatever, you know, aren't on that level. Um, that was just a funny little correlation there. So now you're from
1: the Detroit area originally. Or uh, just... Both my parents are from okay. Michigan. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: so we got. I just went to Michigan a mo- like a month ago, but uh, I've got three grandparents that are still alive, and they're all out there. Right Michigan. So trying to see them as much as possible. But uh, I didn't growing up. Like I kind of went all over the place on NFL. I've always right. been a Michigan fan, University mm-hmm. of Michigan always. Um, but I kind of went. Never had a really, really like diehard NFL team. Like I root, like when I was tiny. Like I rooted for the Dolphins because I liked their colors. Mm-hmm. Then like, like right like in high school, uh, I was just like, man, I guess I'm a Lions fan. Like this is gonna suck. Like I got, I was so pissed. Like I was so pissed at my dad. I was like, you know, I remember uh, after they went 0 and 16, mm-hmm. we got Stafford that year, right. and I went to this, I went to the Superdome to watch him play the Saints, and it was miserable. And it beat the shit out of him. I think it was like the third game of the season,
1: Stafford's third game, and he looked ridiculous. And then sorry, you had to deal with Saints fans after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's uh, but I,
0: I like the Saints too though, so yeah. it wasn't so bad. I like i root for the Saints over the Falcons, for sure. That's all right. Um, uh, but, uh, but anyway, I've been to, uh, the last two years, I've been to the Superdome and watched the Lions beat the shit out of the Saints, two mm-hmm. years in a row. Going again this year in two weeks. Right on. So That's cool. We'll see, man. What about you? Are you originally from Georgia?
1: Yeah. I'm from a uh, little bitty place. Um, well, from LaGrange, which is right on the state line between Auburn and Atlanta. And then, uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's up?
1: And then moved to uh, Pine Mountain. has been to LaGrange. Oh, did you uh, so ashamed.
2: <laughs> you know that
1: little stretch uh, between Lagrange and Noonan. Right? Like, s- that people No, you weren't no you Their weren't cars on that break trip. down. Not on
0: uh, that trip. Oh, well, I've got like, a Lagrange story for you. Let's man. have it. Anything. <laughs> do we want to the... do this right now? I don't know. I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> well
2: <laughs>
0: No. I'll t- I'll try to do it as fast as possible. Okay. We are going we are going on uh, I don't
2: think you can say names.
0: On uh, Colts I can just say I can say Colts. I don't think you can. Well, I already did. I can leave some details out. We were go. We were on our way to. uh, We were on our way to Colt's bachelor party. Had a group of people. We rented a van. We uh, we
1: just. What's up? In Atlanta. Yeah, well, we were heading
0: north of Atlanta. We were going whitewater rafting, just right around Helen, about twenty minutes outside of Helen. Gotcha. Like in the hills, Mm -hmm. in the mountains out there, and uh, we got in a really really bad car accident. We were on the interstate, and uh, it came to a stop right right outside of the Grange. We came to a stop. And um, we had, like, we had beers in the car and shit, you know. My brother was driving, so he wasn't drinking, but the rest of us damn sure were. And uh, all of a sudden, my brother looks up in the rearview mirror and says, oh, shit. And I look up in the rearview mirror, and I'm like, uh-oh. And this this girl, she had to have been texting or something because we were at a dead stop. Next thing you know, bow! The whole back end of the van was already, was pushed in all the way to the back seat, pushed us into a, a car in front of us. So we were we were screwed like yeah. we were and a couple of us were hurt you know pretty badly uh like not like like emergency room but they were they were messed up and uh long story short we ended up in lagrange for eight hours the firefighters picked us up and took us to the fire station um <laughs> they told us the car rental place told us we could go to the lagrange airport there's an airport there yeah
1: i didn't know there's a car Tiny. rental place though they, well they had like three cars <laughs> okay. the thing is though,
0: they told us we could come there to get a car and the dude's like it was a guy named Chad cars. and there were Chad. no Chad had no cars to give us, <laughs> but the company gave us there and the firefighter had to drive us across town over there. And he's like, I don't know what to do. I can't like drive you guys all over town. Right. You know, whatever. But then we had been there like six, six hours by now. And Chad was like, he said, I don't know what to do, man. Like well, the airport's, you know, shutting down. Like we don't have any cars for you. Like <laughs> sun's going. He's down. like, I can take you to the Mexican <laughs> restaurant. <And we're> like, <laughs> Take us to there? the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, so by now it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm, like, by now I thought, like, so many, there's so much more to the story that I don't want to get into. But I was pretty sure that I had died in that LaGrange, Georgia was some sort of purg- like purgatory. Right. You know, like I was like, this is where they're sending me before they decide where <laughs> I'm going in the afterlife and I got to fucking talk to Chad all night. <laughs> you know? the, the, the funny thing about Chad was he walked into that Mexican restaurant and you could tell that he had tried to bang every waitress in there. Because <laughs> like, like half of them were like, you
1: could tell didn't want to have anything to do with him at all, but then half of them were also like going over there trying to you it was that kind of thing. The sad thing is, I could probably guess which Mexican restaurant it was uh, in proximity to the airport. P- probably, I don't know the name. Yeah, I, I think I've been there before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right.
0: So, well, yeah, we didn't end up. Uh, they had to send people from Atlanta, from the rental place at the airport. No kidding. In another van at midnight to get us, and we didn't get to our spot till like three in the morning. It's probably we had the only there. one that was open. We had to go whitewater yeah. rafting at like seven a.m. So. <laughs> Yeah. Did and the thing, the thing was, yeah, the thing was when we we went whitewater aft and the guide, when he was giving us our briefing, like our friend Tim walked up and he got, he was in the way back. Mm-hmm. So he was fucked up. And uh, the guide looks at him as he's walking up and he's like, he was like, hey man, this is, that's one of your guys, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, is he okay? I was like, well, what do you mean is he okay? Like, He's like, does he have any, like, physical disabilities? <laughs> and I said, man, you wouldn't believe it if I told you, but we were in a very, very serious car accident yesterday. And, damn it, like, I had to make this happen and this work. So we're going whitewater rafting with right. you. He'll be okay. He's tough. He's the toughest dude out of all of us. Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't look very good, man. He can barely walk. <laughs> and I'm like, we'll put him in a boat and we'll be all right. Yeah. And So... Uh, but anyway, th- we were stuck in LaGrange for about eight hours, man. And I was pretty sure that LaGrange might be hell.
1: There's some people that probably agree with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so uh, did, is that where you went to high school? Um, went to uh, Troop High School, the, the, the outside of the city limits uh, high school. Uh-huh. Um, and at the time, I lived in Pine Mountain, south of there. We're talking sod farms. Uh, mm. um, no cotton fields, but, you know, the next best thing, I guess, which is sod farms. But yeah, it was like 17 miles outside of the city limits. We lived way out. Uh, the school bus would come by at like 6.30 in the morning or something like that. I mean, it was ridiculous. Oh, because it had
0: like an hour's worth of pickups to it? Oh, yeah, to... absolutely. So. How, how, how big was your graduating class?
1: 300 and just under 400, I think. Oh, so that's a decent something. size school. Though. Yeah, it was pretty pretty big school. There was like 1,400 kids there. Yeah, It's a big one.
0: Yeah. Jeez, well, cool, man. I didn't, I didn't know you. That makes that makes all the all the Georgia fans sense, man. So uh,
1: yeah, there on in that uh, in that area, you were. It was really weird. You were either an Auburn fan, an Alabama fan, or a Georgia fan. Um, I didn't know any Tech fans, Georgia Tech fans, at the time. You get closer to Atlanta, there's a lot more Georgia Tech fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't expect there to be a lot of Tech
2: fans.
1: Good times. No hey, that's Megatron. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true.
0: That's true, man. Played for a mediocre college and then went and played for a less than mediocre NFL team. <laughs> and then went to Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I couldn't even watch that. No. He, was
2: on, he was on a
0: Madden cover, wasn't he? he? Yeah, he got the curse. He got hurt yeah. that year, too. Yeah. He yep. caught the curse. Yep, as soon as he was on the cover, I was like, damn it, he's going to get hurt this year. And I think he missed like six games that year. Yeah. Yep.
1: Just best best football nickname ever, though. So. Yeah. In my opinion. Oh, Megatron? For Megatron's sure. awesome, man. Yeah. And they say he's such a cool guy. Why do they call him Megatron? Is like a, you know, is he an asshole? Like no, he's a really laid back guy. That's why. Yeah. Some people don't know how the nicknames work. Yeah. You
0: never know. Well, and also there weren't there weren't receivers really built like him that could that right. were as fast as he was. You know, well, I mean, what was he six seven? Um, I don't Something think he was that like tall, but he was just
1: but he was just really yeah. had you know crazy vertical. Yeah. Um, I think he held the record for like tackles on the one yard line a couple of years. Though he had all these receptions and. They'd finally catch up with him, and he'd get it on the one yard line, and then your running back comes. end. Yeah.
0: of course, a lion held that record.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember somebody talking about that one year.
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, well, geez, man, thanks for, uh, thanks for bringing this beer. I, I surely
1: am enjoying it. What do we, what do we have?
0: Uh, this what, one what's is this a, one right here. Uh,
1: this one is a specialty beer. Um, you know, barrel aging. There's a. <sighs> Beers like fashion. There's lots There's lots of trends. You know, you, you've probably had some New England IPAs. Um, in a couple of years, you're going to have people like, you know what I miss? The, you know, the 100 IBU palate wrecking, burn the tongue out of my head, old school 90s uh, IPAs. And those will start coming out and nobody will make a New England IPA that, you know. Um, but barrel aging. Right now, uh, you see a lot of uh, sours and, and wild beers being barrel aged, but Barrel aging is awesome. You take certain types of beer, you put it in a barrel that has that had anything from bourbon to wine to gin. Gin's actually a really great uh, barrel to age IPAs in. And in that case, you don't really age them that long. You is just that because them... like the juniper? There's a lot of, you know, a lot of people think gin and they think uh, the Mr. Gorton's. That they got sick on in college all the time, and it's just nothing but like uh, juniper and pine saw basically. But you know, there's some really nice gins out there that aren't too expensive. They're absolutely fantastic. You got all these florals, and yeah, yeah. I fuck with them all the time. Yeah, they're they're amazing. Uh, you put a you know you put an IPA in there. It's got a lot of botanicals. It'll just pick a lot of that stuff up, and you know, augment, amplify, and complement. So, um, we've started getting our hands on some uh, on a lot of bourbon barrels, and in this case we got our hands on a rum barrel. Um, the rum had been aged in Angel's Envy, and then port wine, and then Spanish sherry, and then put into this barrel. So we put a, a stout in it for about four months, and that's what we got. Um, this one's almost warm enough. One thing about beer, um, who was it? I think it was Garrett Oliver. He's uh, one of those beer writers. Said that, uh, yeah, he's probably listening. He's like, one of those beer writers? He's, he's, written, he's written a few books, and at least one of those is, uh, is basically required reading. It's called yeah. The Brewmaster's Table. It's more or less required reading for um, the Cicerone program. And it's, it's really good. He started at, uh, and he may have been one of the, one of the only people at the time doing the writing for it. But anyway, he said Americans like to drink our, uh, our beer's too cold and our wine's too hot. And I always remember that. And so when it comes to anything that, you know, an IPA I like pretty cold, but beers like this in the winter time, I'll, I might put them in the fridge for like half an hour tops, you know, just a little bit. Um, this one is really good between about 55 and 60 degrees. Nice. So when it opens up you get all kinds of stuff
0: nice so we're close
1: huh yeah i mean oh, when, dude, whenever unless you want to grab more ipas we can always... uh, yeah, let's, let's get this if this one. isn't ready yet then i don't I'd, what, I'd
0: rather i'd rather drink this i feel like this is the big guns right here you yeah, said you br- the... <clears throat> let's uh let's pull out you said you brought uh, a different kind of beer too right no that no. A, okay. So that sorry. was those were twelve IPAs. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to apologize, man. I just I saw two six packs, so
1: I thought they might be different. I so. didn't. I didn't know what kind of party this was gonna be. Yeah.
0: Well, we're gonna go four <laughs> hours,
1: bro. Well, well, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm an IPA, dude. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's let camera <clears throat> chill. Out, right?
0: Here, you well, Uh, I'll be. I'll go grab them real quick if if you guys want to. You guys want to continue this conversation? And I'll be right back. You know, okay. Like sure. We got we got Shane a, a microphone now. Uh, it's Which this is, this. Oh yeah, it is. I can hear you for sure. It's picking up for sure it's not recording right now. Oh, no, it's not. That's weird. Actually, that's strange. I
2: think, I think we can fix that real quick if you just give us 2 seconds.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. I'm going to get a beer while you look at
1: that. Sounds great.
2: I think now that's that's working a little better. Yes, it is. Word, man. That's cool. I didn't know you did your uh level 2.
1: Yeah, it took a while, but yeah. you know. Finally got it and took this huge sigh of relief and then quit talking about it. Yeah. Didn't, didn't drink, didn't, uh, not drink, <laughs> didn't read anything about beer for a minute or two. And then was like, all right, now nah, i but got to get back on it. I think I took it. Yeah, man, I one. mean, I,
2: I, I, me and and, and Seth, uh, we, we were on it for a, a while, man. And then we ended up splitting off. We, we stopped working with each other. Right. And uh, he went to a craft bar. I went to another bar that's not dealing with beer at all right so I've just been kind of out of the game man so it's kind of thank
1: you
0: it's a bummer. Well, thank you actually.
1: actually it but it's uh it's the post the picture that you and seth posted when you got your certification was what got me into that i had heard about it i kept yeah. hearing about it i'm over here and and you know manage or the ownership's like hey you should do this i'm like yeah all right cool i got something you know that i gotta do i gotta write a schedule or stack the beer cooler and then <laughs> when you guys posted i saw that and i was like you know i need to get into that and so that's when all that started cool so. man
2: yeah, that was even that, even that, man. Even that, that certified beer server it, it's it's work. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We studied for a good probably a good solid 4 4 months just for that. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, if
1: you you sign on and take it and you're not ready and you fail it, you just, you know, that yeah. was stupid. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty serious.
2: Bucks down the drain, you got to yeah. it. <laughs>
1: um, I'm not sure what the constraints are on the uh, on the advanced, the level 3, but I know the master level, if you fail it uh, more than once in, there you know, if you if you Take it, fail it, retake part of it or all of it, and fail it. They will put a "you're not allowed to try again" for a little while. You know, first of all, thanks for the thousand bucks, but we do take wow. this seriously, and you know, you don't want to just. There, there's a lot to learn, so. Man, yeah. so, uh, uh, so how much beer are you drinking these days? Actually, not that much, and mm-hmm. and at the brewery, I probably drink less beer at work than anyone. Yeah. Um, I uh, I'll come home, throw a beer in the fridge. Drink it. I had a really bad habit when I was tending bar on the beach. Um, I'd stop by Wine World, you know, grab two big bombers, put them in the fridge, take a shower, get out, drink one, get just buzz enough t- to go, oh, let me get the other one.
0: Mm-hmm. Start
1: into that, oh, I wonder what everybody's doing. Is anybody out? Do anything, <laughs> start texting, and then wake, <laughs> yeah. up, wake up at 3 in the morning, slumped yeah. over in my chair, you know, and then go to sleep. So uh, I can't hit it that hard anymore. I mean, sometimes, but, uh, um My hardest thing is stop drinking stuff that I drink all the time and, you know, styles and and see what everybody else is doing. You know, where we are, we do get a lot of really great beers. I mean, on social media, I see people with all these amazing, you know, people live up in Atlanta Mm -hmm. and Birmingham and it's just coming right to them. You know, all the interstates go right there to the middle. So they get all this great stuff. And uh, some of the stores around here do a great job. There's guys with really good, um, really good relationships with the distributors that can get some good beer. But, But yeah, anything I can get my hands on. Mostly, um, I don't know the sours. I started. I, I was into the sours for a while, but you know, you you are into a lot of things. When I first started drinking beer, it was all IPAs. Mm-hmm. That's, whoever was drinking craft beer here, you'll like this. And it was four twenty. It was I Sweetwater IPA. It was Terrapin Rye, mm-hmm. and I drank that for a while. Oh man, I, I used to drink a lot of Terrapin Rye too. <laughs> You get it for like a dollar yeah. a pint up in Athens for a Jeez, while. Geez, yeah. yeah.
0: What's, what happened to Terrapin? I feel like they kind of fell off. Oh no,
2: man, they're still kicking. They're, they've got a satellite brewery in the new stadium.
0: Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't.
1: Next to the Chick-fil-A. I,
0: I guess I just don't hear about, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That I'm not out Did of that doubt. get
2: cleared up? Is, a is the stuff. Chick-fil-A open on Sundays?
1: I don't think so, but I mean, no. honestly, they so wouldn't be able to handle that stupid. kind of, <laughs> I don't think they'd be able to handle <laughs> that, kind of, yeah. that kind of volume.
0: Well, they're still open during college events. Sure. Like, there's so much different stuff that happens in that stadium, but oh, you'd yeah. have to say, it, it, okay,
1: if there's... And you know everybody working there is going to want Chick-fil-A yeah, every day. I do, yeah. so they'll be okay.
0: That is that is hilarious, though, that they put <laughs> a Chick-fil-A in a football stadium. Yeah. The internet had, a, had the fun with that day. one for a few days. Yeah. So, <laughs> And just to hear people try to justify it. You know, like, you know you can't like, you can't that's you know? it. a terrible business decision one Chick-fil-A <laughs> like, for
1: how many tens of thousands of people though you know
0: <clears throat> man it's dude it, it's crazy the things that people will try to justify just for you know just for some sort of belief or, or, or rhetoric or you know whatever so, I mean that's ridiculous I mean
1: Atlanta based company I, you figured there would be one in there so yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah it's good Thursday the, that Thursday night that are they playing a Thursday night in the stadium I don't even remember look it up but that one sunday they're going to be all week isn't the, su- the super bowl is there next year right i think
0: they're hosting the super bowl next year i think uh minnesota gets it this year i think and, and that then,
1: and then traffic you know traveling yeah. to minnesota in january or february is going to be fantastic too i'm yeah, sure everybody's looking that's forward to a, that's
2: that a stupid idea too
1: right where was the super bowl last year was it in houston
0: how were you not there? You I, had to have at least looked into tickets, right?
1: No, actually, I read an article years ago about why you don't want to go to the Super Bowl, um, and it made a lot of sense to me. You know, it, I mean, it's a it's a zoo. I mean, mm-hmm. so there's you know tens of thousands of people packed into that place, uh, whatever city it is. And you know, TV now, the t- television coverage is just absolutely fantastic. Houston, Houston, there yeah. we go. There we go. Yeah. If you know, people are like, what kind of Falcons fan <clears> doesn't <throat> remember that? True Falcons fans know I blacked it all out. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember any more of that game than the players do after the third quarter. So, um, I,
0: I like that commercial they put Matt Ryan in too, like before the season started. Uh, well, when they are when they talk about failure, and he's uh, like, uh, "What is it? Failure's getting back up or something oh, yes. like that." You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like it was a direct reference to yeah. it's like Gatorade or something like that he's like about to take a snap or something oh, okay. it's like,
1: I laughed at all the the funny stuff that was sent to me and even like Peyton Manning you see him on the ESPYs? he was talking about you know I don't want to say one thing I believe in the Atlanta Falcons he was like I believe in Matt Ryan I believe in Dan Quinn this is a great football team they will be back sooner than later they will be at the Super Bowl and you know everybody starts applauding he's like I just want to go ahead and get that out of the way because I know all the Falcons players that are watching are going to stop watching about three quarters of the way through this broadcast and <laughs> so, you know, you know, that kind of stuff I actually did laugh at it got it you know took the sting out of it because you know, I, I don't know. I don't. Did
0: uh, did you watch
1: the Hard Knocks when uh no, when the never Falcons did. were
0: on the Hard Knocks? Never did. Never had uh, HBO. Hard Knocks is good. I'm Poe. Hard Knocks is good, man. The Falcons I were on it. The first and one. then uh, it was really funny last year, the uh, the Rams the Rams were on it. We got some kegs Easy. moving. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like he's skating on them or something no. down there. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but last year, the, the Rams were on last year, and it's really funny because, you know, their coach got fired last year. Yep. And, like, there was a really funny line, like, a couple of different times through Hard Knocks. He'd be coaching them, and he'd be like, I'm not going fucking seven and nine. I'm not going fucking seven and nine. You're like, no, dude, you're going four and 12, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, get out of here. Yeah. Lost his – I'm sure he's coaching somewhere right now. But Fisher? I mean, he def, yeah, he definitely I'm sure he's a coordinator
1: his... or something somewhere, oh. yeah. He's still making some millions.
0: God, I laughed so hard about that. Like, just watching through the year, each game they lost, I was like, no, nah, you ain't going 7-9 and nine for sure. <laughs> for sure. I haven't watched that Hard Knock stuff either. Don't they have
2: Tampa? It's good. Tampa?
0: Yeah.
1: No? Yeah, yeah, they're in they're
0: Tampa. Good. Uh, it's I watched a good the first one. one.
1: I watched the one with the Jets. Um, yeah. Back, yeah, back when they had uh, Rex Ryan. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. I, I meant to go back and watch them. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think they've done, like, six seasons now. They did Cincy, they did Miami,
1: they did yeah. Tampa, they did the Falcons, yeah. So. I,
0: the Jets was the first year I watched. Mm-hmm. I think that was, like, four or five years ago, I think.
1: Um, good show. There's interesting insight on that. Oh, on for that.
0: sure. The Tampa one's really good, though. Like, I always, I, I wasn't a big Jameis Winston. I root for Florida State here and there, but I wasn't a big Jameis Winston fan, and uh, he seems like he seemed really mature on it, man. Like a decent dude. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be good for that team. I think they're gonna be. I think Tampa's gonna be a good team. Um, and uh, and then uh, Gerald Gerald McCoy cracks me up, man. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Like they make the rookies, they all drop their pads and shit, and they make the rookies carry him in. And I think Gerald McCoy's like the second highest play, like paid player on that team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's been a veteran forever and all the rookies are carrying the pads and he goes out there and carries the pads with them. And the camera gets in there he's like, they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, you gotta be service to others, man. You can't, like nothing good's going to happen to you until you're service, like you're serving others and shit. And, uh, and then like they were, they had to go to this, this thing in the cafeteria and like, he didn't want his players to eat cafeteria food. <laughs> so... Gerald McCoy, on his own, paid for three food trucks to come and pull outside the compound and fed all the players. And like, like, He's the best guy ever. But then, <laughs> but then he'll say some ridiculous shit like, uh, like I want to get punched by a superhero. And I'm like, yeah, you probably want to fuck a mermaid too, right? Or like, you know? <laughs> like Then he'll just say some ridiculous... But yeah, it's super... It was really fun watching him on Hard Knocks, man. I don't know
2: who like, the fuck you're
0: talking about. Gerald McCoy, it's hilarious. See if you can find, uh, see if you can find his hard knocks bit with uh, where he's talking about wanting to get punched by a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Goof, goofy guy. Uh, also, if you if you come in to lift weights on Friday, I guess on Friday you don't have to do strength training. But if you come if you come lift on Friday, as soon as you, they'll have someone there at the door at the weight room, and as soon as you enter the weight room, they'll play your college fight song over it. Nice. So it showed him coming in every Friday, like directing them <laughs> and shit, like when you walk in. Think it was like the Oklahoma song or something. I forget where he went. Um, Just a a really fun show to watch, man. I liked it. I I liked it a lot. Even uh, my wife's not really into football, but she'll watch Hard Knocks with me and shit. So, man, this is good. I haven't drank. uh, I've been drinking a lot of beer lately, man. This is really good.
1: Right on. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm constantly drinking beer. I'm trying to, which means you have to you know get on that treadmill a lot more. Mm -hmm. Calories, calories. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, I drink a lot of water, tea. Like I mean, I drink water, and then probably beer, and then, like, green tea, mm-hmm. and then whiskey. And that's about yeah. it. Um, maybe like I should have some whiskey.
0: I got a little swig right there. I've got a couple bottles at home I should have brought, too. But we don't... Man, we haven't been drinking a lot on this podcast. Uh, but, uh, I mean, not yeah, that yeah, there's yeah. anything... Wrong with that. Wrong with it. Well this dude's
2: also been trying to get me in here at like nine o'clock in the morning to record this shit and that's not
0: happening. <laughs> he's exaggerating, man. We had one at eleven o'clock we had we had uh we had one scheduled for eleven o'clock and he's like, I told you no more mornings <laughs> I was like, That's lunchtime, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like that's when most people start taking their lunch breaks.
1: True. Well at least at this time of night and this time of year there's not a lot of cars like racing by outside. Mm-hmm. Too yeah, much. well
0: and that's also like during the summer that's why I had to build these panels man just because with these windows it, it would get so loud in here with the mm-hmm. traffic on 98 man um, traffic
1: and stuff going on down there
0: so are you brewing on your own as well do you brew at home
1: no actually I have never home brewed okay. um, we've got some small setups at the brewery uh, we've even got the you know you've got your propane tank with the, the big gas stove eye with a pot on it I mean we've got the most some of the most rudimentary equipment to some state of the art stuff um, and I'm trying to get Kelly to let me get into that, and he's like, mm. "Yeah, you know, you pay your dues like this and that." And, um, <laughs> and I really, and you know, I'll I'll come out with a with a grain bill. I was like, "Hey, I want to do this," and he's like, "That looks good." and You will hand it back. You know, like <laughs> like, yeah. when you, like when your kid hands you a drawing or something. You know, and, and I'm not saying he's he's being condescending or anything, but right now it's so busy. I yeah. don't really have have time to. Uh, in January we're going to.
0: You're just keeping up with production, probably right now, right? Like that's the, the hardest thing. Yeah,
1: in January the this brewery and. One thing Kelly's already said is he wants to be kind of the village brewer. You know, back back before Prohibition, you had a, a brewery in just about every town with any kind of people in it, and that's where everybody went. Um, it was after World War II that people started drinking at home mostly because beforehand you'd go have a beer at the brewery after work, at the tap room, or whatever, you'd go home, <clears throat> and eat, and go to sleep. Um, one trend in, the, in this country right now, you know, you hear about breweries opening every day. You hear about how many are opening every day. There's quite a few closing also. So there's bubbles and in, inside of bubbles in mm. the beer world. Um, there's a brewery in Atlanta that's only been open like a year and a month. You couldn't even get their stuff outside of the perimeter of Atlanta. And they're like, we just bought a 50-barrel brew house. And you're like, weren't you brewing with a 10-barrel? What are you going to do with five times as much beer as you had? You know what I mean? It's going to be sitting around or what? So um, rather than worry about that, getting distri- distributed up in... New England and across the Mississippi and things like that, we're just going to stay very local, stay on the Florida Panhandle, Uh, maybe um, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. But for the most part, it'll be concentrated here on the southeast. And uh, so we're going to put a bigger system in, a 23-barrel, which is over five times capacity what we're doing now. So we won't have to brew as much, and we'll get to play around and and basically homebrew. Mm -hmm. There'll be a lot more. You you come into the tap room. We're going to renovate the tap room. We've been talking about it for a while. As soon as we get five minutes, we'll do that. But yeah, that's when you see all your one-offs, your treated kegs, your mango habanero IPA, as opposed to you know just regular IPA things like mm. that. So uh, no, not home brewing. Um, you know, in theory, yeah, I know what know what it's yeah, all about. Never man. done it though. <clears throat>
0: I brought my wife in there, and man, we really liked it. She was oh. impressed. She was like, "We need to come here more." I was like, "Yeah, we got to come here more." Yeah, uh, yeah we're to start. We're gonna For start sure. doing.
1: We want to get some stuff going. Like you know, Tuesday night will be this night. Wednesday night, just like everybody else, um, we're doing the beer and yoga. Uh, yeah. some Thursdays, I mean, that's just a, it's a lot of fun. If you like to do yoga, I wouldn't know. Um, mm. But if you like to do yoga and drink beer and they actually, it's not, it's not quite like the chicken nugget yoga where, you know, you do the dip and have you seen that? No. The video? You need to you need to look that up. <laughs> there's a, there's chicken nugget yoga where people yeah. are like, you know, they do this thing and they dip and they <laughs> to eat it. But uh, yeah, you drink beer while you're doing yoga and the, and the poses kind of integrate drinking beer with it and uh, that's but uh, lots so of sure lots Street of Me brewers be super that. into that yeah that's right it was right
0: up her alley man <laughs> but the cool thing is we can walk from our house mm-hmm. though I can yeah I can walk from my house straight to the brewery so we were impressed man we well, were there one I'd thing like, I like the Bridge Rubble Double man
1: that's it's a good. yeah that's a good beer and People think uh, you hear double IPA, and I did, too, for the longest time. Double IPA, that much hoppier, you know, but it, it really isn't. There's a significant malt backbone to a double yeah. IPA. It's just a, a bigger beer all around. It still has got a lot of hops, and some of them do seem twice as hoppy. Mm. But uh, it's actually just a big, fuller beer. I mean, kind of a step down from, well, the American Strong Ale is kind of a catch-all. Now I'm yeah. getting all technical and everything. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so okay. so and we think... spent a lot of hops on that one, too. So, so I... I
0: I do want to give Destin Brewery all their love, man, because you know you brought us beers. That's what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. But what's what's endgame for you, man? What's the what's the dream for you? Like, what uh, you know? Are you? I don't, I don't want to put this on blast, but I mean, you know, like, what, what, you know, what are you trying to do, man? Uh,
1: things are moving. Things are moving pretty fast. Uh, I had so many things like on standby until I got the certification, um, and I had friends like. Telling telling me go ahead and make these moves you want to make without the certification. It's mm-hmm. just a title. I'm like no, actually it really isn't just a title. You know in the in the beer world when you say you know level two cicerone, there there are guys that have come into this town and walked into a bar and said I'm a level two cicerone and they're like oh have a seat, tell so and so they're fired and get the fuck out and we'll get this guy a job when they really weren't. I mean there's people that have misrepresented themselves, but I mean it, it does have some credence to it. It does have it has some sway. So um, in the beer world you can say expert. You know, I, yeah. you know, I don't want to say encyclopedic knowledge, but you know, I know what I'm talking about. So, um, once I got the certification, I pulled the trigger on some things, the consulting business, you know, LLC. Um, so yeah, I want to get the consulting going. I don't know how long I'm going to be in this area. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, the brewery that I work for now always shown me a lot of love uh, and support. I'll stick with them, you know, as long as I can, but I have, I have no idea, you know, the Well, especially opportunities if you can work with of...
0: them and do your consulting on the side, man, sure. that's where Rich. you really,
1: that's the sweet spot, man. And there is a, there is a balance I'm going to have to find, you, you know, it. I mean, some of this consulting is, is telling a bar, you really don't need this beer or you need more of these. So I have to, you know, make sure that I'm not burning any kind of bridges, Mm-hmm. um, do you again, have
0: do you have any consulting gigs yet man
1: uh not yet I have one that I'm ready to pitch mm. and another thing about having a consulting business it's kind of a it's kind of a just a you can pay me to do this that and the other we're gonna start doing uh, beer wise classes at the brewery uh the first one we're gonna do two in November, probably two in December and then I'm gonna try and do them weekly if possible but you know it'll be some tables little bistro tables, two people sit down you'll get um, four or five ounces of, of a certain beer style, we'll talk about it. Like, one will be lagers versus ales. A lot of people, I hear people say, oh, man, that looks like a lager. And you're like, well, you know, lagers, they make black lagers, and there's really, really light lagers, and there's really, really light ales. You know, there, a lot of people don't know the difference between an ale and a lager. And that's just, just misconception. It doesn't, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just... <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know the exact thing. I could tell you by flavor. I could tell you if it's an ale or a lager. But mm, isn't so right?
0: Like because so, well, someone someone <laughs> once told me it, like there's a a top fermented and a bottom fermented. Yeah, that, it, exactly all, right. it all it mm-hmm. all has to
1: do with what type of yeast yeast strains yeah. used to make do I it.
2: think a uh, lager
1: low. Yeah. Ale above. Ale above exactly. Yep. That's the that's the the primary difference. You know, once you and uh, geography has a lot to do with it. Money is another. Mm-hmm. You know, and it comes into play with both and we have such a small system. Um, we use only ale yeast strains at the brewery because well for one it's hot and two you can you can finish you can start to finish, it takes less time to brew an ale typically a lot less, typically, right? yeah, as it does a lager. Mm-hmm. We're talking weeks difference yeah. and, you know, and you got a fast turnover. Uh, you know, there's there's some that aren't, but for our beers, yeah, we can start to finish in a couple of weeks rather than five, six, seven weeks, that kind yeah. of thing. So yeah, you gotta gotta get that uh, gotta get the beer flowing. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the consulting thing, I have no idea um, how that's going to go. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, there's certain parts of the country that I'm like, I should, go, I should go there. That'll be a good place to target. I'm keeping, you know, beer laws, things like that are changing. If you go a place where a beer law is about to open that area up, there's going to be a huge influx of, mm-hmm. you know, breweries, bars, distributors, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of times, you know, that's one good thing. That's one thing that I am grateful for, the, the years and years I spent slinging behind a bar I did everything from bar backing to management and ordering. So I do know, I have experience in all that. So, you know, there's lots of people that know a lot about beer, but not exactly about how the business operates. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and that's like having a a carpenter say, I want to design the bar for your restaurant, but they've never tended bar. Well, if you've tended bar, but you're, you know, you don't have any architectural bone in your body, you have some input that makes sense, (laughs) Yeah, you know. So like, I work
2: in a bar like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're like who designed Who designed this thing? You
0: know. <laughs> no, but when you're talking about the state laws, you're absolutely right. Uh, they, they used to send me around to open up uh, new mellow mushrooms, and I opened up a, Mel, uh, a mellow mushroom that was just all renovated in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my favorite beer at the time this is like an 09, like 0809 almost almost a decade ago my favorite beer was sweetwater ip that was my go-to like just and it still really is probably my all-around favorite IPA. Yeah, it's one for of the sure. best
1: in my opinion
0: um but uh, i was used to drinking it here in florida and i went to birmingham and I, I like i god i was working insane hours like you know 12 hours a day seven days a week so like 80, 90 hours a week opening you know how opening a restaurant is it's, mm-hmm. in, it's insanity there's always something that um, has to be done but I got off and they're, they're like, the owner was like hey man go get some beers just put it on my tab I was like cool so uh, of course they had Sweetwater IPA I was like I'll take a Sweetwater IPA they gave it to me and I, I tasted it I was like there's something wrong with this you might want to check it out and they were like well what do you mean and they like they tasted it and they're like no it tastes fine to me and I was like oh fuck it's just me I guess you know? <laughs> and I was like no it t- like it, it, there's something weird about this and they're like, you're from Florida, and I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, you're allowed to have your IPAs 1.5 percent higher than we currently are. We had there was uh, free the hops free the is what hops. they were calling oh, it yeah. in Alabama. So Sweetwater, I think their their IPA sits at what 6.5, 6.2, 6.5, something like that. Well, I don't think they were allowed to go above like five uh, uh, percent. There, yeah, so makes a so yeah. Sweetwater would send their IPA out at five percent. Jay would brew just for Alabama, just to send out a five percent fucking IPA, that's which bad. that's really that's that's got to be so hard for them to do. Sure. Well, that was back then. Yeah. That was uh, back
2: then they weren't. I don't. They weren't nearly. Yeah. You think because they were they were smaller, it'd be harder. But I think they were just like hooking people up. They didn't have this like. huge... We just got to do this.
0: Band. We got to do this. Yeah. 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 They had yeah. to. They, they had to fucking throw it out. And Sweetwater's
1: going to be one of those kind. Of, I think they're talking about two more breweries. One somewhere in the Midwest, and and then West Coast. They're going to be country to country here but yeah I
2: did hear it
0: they're my favorite like by far like just cuz like I've got history with those guys a lot yeah. of history um and, but and also it's really funny cuz uh well, like Ballast Point got bought by Corona for what a billion dollars 2 billion
1: no. And or no, it was no, it was a billion, wasn't it? I'm sorry. i think it was just a billion. It wasn't like, billion, like a
0: billion even. Right. But like that's insane.
1: I don't even, I don't even know that the valuation Man. of that company was a quarter of a billion. Yeah, time. I have no. I mean, it, it just, wasn't worth a billion. It's good. It, it was because they
0: had bad. fast,
1: fast, fast growth. Sure. Right. Yeah, and now they're in what, West Virginia um, also. That's a. But it's really funny because like I'm sorry. keeping my Virginia. eyes.
0: I'm keeping my eye on Sweetwater, just because they're one of the few that still are independently owned, 100 percent as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so but the thing is their their uh their their catchphrase is don't float the mainstream. So if they sell <laughs> if they sell to the big boys
1: They'll still sleep. You they'll still know? sleep like a baby. Oh, they'll sleep then. just fucking right. fine. <laughs> but
0: I mean what what is that uh they they can't go with the slogan anymore. Like you lose that don't float the mainstream slogan for nah. sure. Right?
1: I don't know. I
2: don't know, man. <laughs> I mean I think a lot of people would say they already sold out
1: Some will, yeah. There's there's a lot of breweries that people aren't aren't aware of that even a partial you know SAB mm. Miller Vev have owned a partial uh, partial Terrapin, to it. Terrapin, did it. Terrapin Founders Terrapin, uh, like 38% yeah like 38 percent of Founders
0: is owned by like some fucking company in like Germany or fucking uh, weird I don't check it out Shane like Founders is owned it was it, it didn't make sense But the I mean, people who owned the them didn't the make game. sense yeah
1: you know, you've got uh, venture capitalist companies well, mm-hmm. venture VCs will come in inject a bunch of money into a brewery um and this is an oversimplification inject a bunch of money into a brewery and they're like all right you need to get your production out so you buy a new brew house you expand you distribute well then once they once the the sweet spot of the income for the vcs are over they pull their money back out and then you've got this oversized um you know over distributed Mm. company and there's just so many out there now yeah uh it's, it's hard to keep up yeah, me and my dad.
0: We go to found, every time we go to Michigan. We go to Founders. It's really cool, man. It's right. huge. It's huge. Oh, uh, uh, they're
2: they're are three percent owned by. I, I do not know how I say this. Mahu San Miguel. That's they're out of Madrid, Spain. Yeah, and
0: right. right. it was something bizarre that didn't even really make sense for a, like a Michigan beer company. Um, but it must have been a good paycheck, man. Shit. Oh, sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, it allowed them to. I think they brewed, yeah. built in another entire brewery out of it. Oh, for um, sure, yeah. And that is one, one thing when I'm looking for beers. When I travel, you know, two things I look for when I travel these days, is beer. Where can I get beer and where can I get good food? Um, I actually, the whales, you know, the standing in line all day uh, in freezing temperatures. Like up in Minnesota, Serling, and Founders, too, for, for KBS Day, people stand in line like Pink Floyd tickets are going on sale or something. You know, mm-hmm. and they're freezing their asses off. Uh, fighting over bottles, you know, you've got your your grandmother sitting there so you can get two more four packs or whatever and she doesn't want to be there. <laughs> People do that kind of shit. And now though I, I try and go find the the small breweries, see what they're mm-hmm. up to everybody. I mean there's a lot, there's so many brewers out there and they're really putting out great beer. Yeah. Um try and see what they're, you know, see what they're up to. Yeah. Um you know, I've had I've had quite a few stouts and I was like, man, this is stand up to a KBS any day instead of me, you know, begging for a KBS and and the stores around there fighting for an allocation from the distributor, just you know, I'll go down the road and get this and you know, yeah. Um, I say that, but I'll always go buy KBS probably yeah. when it comes out. What's the like uh,
0: what's the relationship like with uh, with the other local brewers? Like you know, Good. What, what else we have? Uh, we have Idle Hounds mm-hmm. and uh, third, Great they, Those dudes are right next yeah. to each other. Got right? Third Planet now. Third so. Planet yeah, Niceville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You props over here. What's your long? take on Third Planet, man? I haven't been.
1: I'll tell you um they've got you know I don't know if you want to mention names and stuff but they've got a couple of guys that work for them that do some amazing homebrew stuff mm-hmm. so watch them um their their stout I think is absolutely fantastic yeah uh, it's no frills you know there's no and I'm not saying anything negative you know when you start putting toasted coconut or or you know, currant berries and things like that but it is just a no frills um point blank american stout it's got the chocolate it's got yeah. the roast it's got the medium waistline everything you want i mean i tried it, i was like wow that's that's a good beer and you know if i say that that's a compliment as mm-hmm. far as i'm concerned because it is exactly what you know it fits the style and everything and last time i was over there i told those guys they were like man that stout is right on don't change a thing in my opinion you just it'll sell we've got it on at the tap room right now we keep it on there right now
0: so well, you, keep, you have guest taps yeah absolutely okay. sweet
1: um our distributor um it's it's very family-oriented and over, excuse me oriented over that brewery and uh there's basically family members that own the distribution company which is right next door um i actually work for both i work for the dis- distribution company and the brewery which is kind of a blurred line because when i say oh yeah i was delivering our beer and or you know going over working on the tap lines and people do know the law and they're like well you're not supposed to and i was like sorry i work for two different companies i have like four job descriptions not cons- not including my own business that i just mm-hmm. started but um so, yeah, they've got a warehouse full of beer next door. And we're like, there's um, Burnt Hickory out of Kennesaw, Georgia. There's uh, Church Street. There's uh, Holy Mackerel from down in the.
0: Wait, so Destin Brewery has their. They also own a, distri- a, dis- a distribution company?
1: Not technically. When when they first opened Destin Brewery, <clears throat> you're not allowed to distribute your own beer. You have to have a distributor, a uh, three tier system. You yeah. know this, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that. Three-tier, I know that. Yeah, three tier yeah, yeah, yeah. system, <laughs> yeah, you know. So uh, they're looking for a distributor. Some of the, the bigger distributors around here weren't very cordial. You know, they were like, we would be honored to distribute your beer. They were more like, if you don't let us distribute your beer, we'll do everything we can to make sure your taps are filled with some one of our products, you know. So Kelly was very politely like, okay, you, you know, screw it. Get mm-hmm. out of here. So they took their wine distribution company, sat down with a lawyer and accountant. She, he sold, you know, she owned the distribution company and he owned the brewery. And they kept it that way. And anytime anyone was like, "I think you guys are distributing your own beer," no, you know, we've got it all, all the paperwork. She actually recently sold the distribution company to um, some friends and and employees, but it is owned separately. It just happens to be right next door. So we keg it and can it, put it on a pallet, we go next door and put right it now. in the cooler. Well, you skip but, the pro-
0: you skip uh, some shipping costs.
1: A little bit, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, a little bit. Get um, yeah, from point A to point B. All the paperwork's in order and everything. I mean, it is, it is completely legal. But also, you know, if, if the tap room runs out of something, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go get a guest tap. We'll go buy a keg, and I'll text Chelsea and say, hey, buy a sixth of whatever mm-hmm. um, from Christy, and we'll put it in the tap room. So we do do some, uh, some guest taps every once in a while. Sweet.
2: Man, that's cool, man. I didn't
1: know you did that. Yeah. it's yeah, not I wanted, so. I want to check out Third Planet, man.
2: I want to check them out
1: too. They've got a cool little tap room. They got a good little setup going over there, and they're doing. They're working on a lot of a like a two barrel system. You go in and it's like the the really nice uh, homebrew system. You know the the one that guys aspire to have. Um, like they pitch in with their buddies and stuff, and skip some golf trips, and they all throw in a thousand dollars and get a. I mean, it's a small system, but they're doing really good. They're doing really solid work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, absolutely check those guys out. Uh, as far as you know, relationship, it uh, it you know it's a it's a tough company. There's so much, um, everybody's fighting for a foothold, but the breweries around here, everyone gets along. You know, hey, I'm out of Flake Toad. You got 25 pounds we can borrow? Sure, you want us to bring it over there? You're going to come get it. You know, we'll, we'll come yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, like if we borrowed, you know, one time we borrowed some Flake oats from Idle Hounds. He's like, hey, take them all these beers to thank them and then take them their Flake oats back. Of course, now... You got to make sure everybody's there. You know, there's some when you're knocking on the door. There's sometimes you know, brewers take the day off. Yeah, you know, it, that is one good thing. <laughs> That's the you know those uh, the pictures. What 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 people think my job is. What yeah. my parents think. That kind of stuff. Oh man, people think brewing is just like everybody standing around with a beer, looking at it, how beautiful it is, half drunk, all that kind of stuff. Usually you're no, you're feeling out. Fucking... Yeah, you're sweaty. <laughs> yeah. you're sweaty and nasty, yeah. and it you still have your beer. Like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you still have your beer, of course. But uh, yeah, it's it's usually not all that pretty. Um, so yeah, if you can take a day off, people love it. But there's always something that needs to be fixed or clean, just like in any kind of hands-on mechanical business mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, we uh, get along great, as far as I know, with everybody. Um, and and say in this area too, singing praises when people come to the people come to the area. Hey, where else can we go? Well, you need to go to Idlehounds and Greatons, right there too. You need to go to Third Planet. You go right over here. You can eat. You know, it's props. That's our biggest uh, biggest thing we're trying to get is trying to get some food. The food trucks. Um, you know, we don't have a. An actual tap room, or uh, that has a kitchen in it. So we try to get food trucks. There's not that many food trucks uh, in this area, though. It's not very conducive. There's not enough food tra- uh, foot traffic for a food truck, you know.
0: I know where f- I know where a food truck is. Well, like, it's right, right downstairs. At, uh, <laughs> right downstairs at the other end.
1: Hit, hitch it up. Tell them to, tell them to bring it over there. No, but that's the thing to
2: look into though, because I think Destin might have weird laws about that. That's why all those food trucks that are down on the harbor are stationary; Mm. they 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 will not move. Yeah. Um,
0: Who knows? Well, that big red truck is right down from my house, man. Yeah. Yeah. They're always moving. They're they're they're.
1: That's their that's their commissary. I think where where Mm -hmm. you're talking about is where they do prep work for the truck, and they've got their. Did you know that the Destin Seafood Festival just got canceled? Oh
2: dude. Uh, dude, don't bring that up.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had no idea until, like, I 8 just, o'clock tonight. I, yeah, I didn't even like, know there was a storm in. coming until 8.01. I was like, why did they yeah. cancel the seafood festival? And yeah. then I looked it up, and I was like, what storm? You know, get on the NOA. We just lost several thousand dollars. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's, yeah. It's all right, dude. Drink your
2: Yeah, it is yeah. okay. I mean, you know what? What a great <laughs> night.
0: That's. I mean, that's really funny you mentioned that, though, Frank, because uh, I, no I got idea. that news about an hour before we came in here, and... Uh, Uh, I'm really good at that, you know, working in the music industry, you deal with disappointment all the time. Like it's really, you pretty much just kind of set yourself up for it all (laughs) the time. Like, you know, it's, well, this is happening, this is happening. Yeah. You want good results. You put out good work, whatever you work your ass off and yeah, you catch some breaks every now and then some good shit happens. And uh, you know when the, whenever the seafood festival comes around, that's a really good time of year for uh, yeah. not only my business for but for the you know the band continuum that I manage and fuck <laughs> yeah
1: we had some people come into town in trouble man there's a bunch of
2: bars that, that just got fucked all those yeah. little tiki huts um, yeah. I have a bartender who works with me that uh, they already shut down for basically uh, the season but we're gonna open up for this they just yeah, bought so they've all been buying yeah, yeah, they, absolutely. They, uh, she actually took off today, tomorrow, well, and the whole weekend. Oh fuck, we're so fucked. And uh, yeah, I know. That. I haven't even talked to her
1: yet. I had no clue. Fucked, yeah, know? I mean, usually, usually, I hear about an oncoming storm from people getting their weather updates on God, Facebook yeah. and and things like that. So <laughs> sorry to bring it up. Let's talk about something. Uh, talk but about uh, man, beer.
0: I did. I did speak with the uh, the manager over there at reservations, though, mm-hmm. and she said that people are still just they already have reservations they're just still gonna come a lot of people think this storm is bullshit or whatever so it's still a uh, long way off
1: and there's a, I mean yeah you know, that last one I mean it, it was Fuck. it looked like Black Friday over at Walmart people wrestling over water and <laughs> propane and all the perishables so yeah there's there's gonna a lot can be happening. What are we gonna do if it's if it's gorgeous and seventy five degrees on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Well, it
2: shouldn't it shouldn't even hit till Sunday night,
1: right? Uh, Saturday eight pm uh, is what the NOAA yeah. is saying.
0: Now, not to get too into business and stuff. However, yeah. I, in these contracts, I do have uh, they're gonna cancel because of a weather clause. However, if on Friday, if it's sunny and you cancel for me on a weather clause, that doesn't stand. Hmm. So. Yeah, if it's sunny outside, we're showing up to fucking play. Get your paper boy. <laughs> yeah. Get your sure. paper, no, paper boy. Get your paper boy. paper boy. Come to get my paper boy. <laughs> have, I, have you watched that show, that Atlanta show? No. With Donald Glover? I have been meaning to, but I haven't oh, watched man. it Oh, man, Kelly started watching it. And, uh, I I haven't watched a bunch of it, but there's a one of his boys gets, like, he gets a little, like, cred, and he's the paper boy. Oh, that's right. Like, I've, that seen, paper the, I've boy. seen the first, paper first boy. episode. Paper boy. Come to get my
1: paper boy. <laughs> you know, that's something I was worried about, um. Hound's Fest is this weekend, Idle mm-hmm, Hound's mm-hmm. And, and I was looking forward to that. <sighs> Shit, I might be able to go now. Oh, well, there you go. Well, I missed last year, and I was pissed about that. So I've been talking it up. People are coming to, people stop in the tap room like, oh, if you're here Saturday, you got to go out to Santa Rosa Beach, go to Hound's Fest. You cannot miss it. And they're probably going to think I'm an asshole for it. Yeah. like, what, are you gonna, joking? But I really dig what those guys are doing.
0: I do too. I was going to wear my Idle Hound's hat in here, but Man, I knew I had you coming in here, so I didn't. This is so a, I wore my greenhouse lounge hat to like wrap like uh like a
1: Bosox uh the Yankees rap, fan or something. Rap. Shout
0: shout Greenhouse Lounge, <laughs> Sir Charles, Zach, Dave, <laughs> shit. It's like two thousand nine, two thousand eight, something. All right, but, here it is. But yeah, man, I dig I dig what the what those guys were out. I, I do too. I like they're I like what guys. they're doing. And uh, my buddy Colt gives them coffee beans for their uh Oh yeah, does he work stuff? for Amavita? Yeah, he's, no, he I, runs shit at Amavita. I was,
1: I was telling people about that. I was telling them, you know, they've got a... I was telling them about... And I don't know, I don't drink coffee. I'm weird, I like that. Mm. Um, but some of the stuff behind it... One of the guys at Amavita, when I was in there, was talking about, you know, the difference between unwashed beans and this and that. And I was just like mouth hanging open. I was like, wow, there's tons of, you know, the fruit flavors that come out of unwashed beans and stuff like that. So, yeah, and Idlehounds was taking full advantage of that. Having a yeah. company right there. Dude,
0: pay attention to what Amavita's doing, man. Hey, there's some... Big things that we weren't able to talk about on this last podcast, but there's some good stuff. Right. And shout out to Colt. Colt, right right now, Colt's wife is in labor. Really? Uh, right awesome. now, as we speak. So I'm just I'm waiting for a text that says, you know, everything's good. So <laughs> so out to, to uh... Uh,
2: run over to the hospital and stuff. I well, think.
0: I don't think they're allowed to have visitors at midnight, so I'll probably try to get out there first thing in the morning, man. It depends on. Uh, depends on what time they're allowed to have visitors and what time my wife can get out there and see them I she wants probably wants to go with me to see to see it but mm-hmm. uh, yeah okay so uh, uh, tell me about tell me about this one more time this right. is a uh, rum barrel aged stout Imperial, right. imperial called stout right Melrod. what are we batting here uh, about 10 to so this mm-hmm. would age yeah.
1: yeah absolutely I've got uh, I have four in the closet, one for next year, one for the year after, one for the year after, if they last that long, which I'm pretty sure they will. Um, getting me to drink the beers is the hardest thing once it goes in that, that bat cave of mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, you don't want to pull them out. Right. Mm-hmm. I, do a, I do have a box that has what I call the one-hitters. There's just a bunch of beers in there, and I'll grab that out, and I keep it stocked all the time. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's hard to get me to drink a beer once it gets in there. I'm like, oh, I, don't wanna, <laughs> I won't have it anymore. you know. So Well, cheers, man. Yeah, Thank dude. you. This yeah, is a yeah, little yeah. bit stronger than the IPA you were drinking, but uh, there's some there's some good stuff going on in there. A little rum, a little whiskey, a little chocolate, a little toast, a yeah. little vanilla, yep. some dark cherry, some... Uh, yeah,
2: so it's chocolate, some molasses.
1: Yep. There was a little, yeah, there was some molasses when we, when we uh, brewed it. Where's the rum barrel from? Um, it's uh, Papa's Pilar, Oh, no shit. Woo, yeah, it's there we Pappas go. Pilar. That's a that's a good product. that's, people, that's uh, like one of the best 40, one of the best forty five dollars you'll spend on on rum. Is that it's got Angel's Envy, um, same company. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Papas Pilar. It's okay, okay. So you got a so you got a Papas Pilar. So this isn't just rum barrel aged. This is
1: oh, it had those bourbon notes in it and uh, yeah, Spanaviri because Papas
0: Pilar is aged in bourbon barrels, right? Uh, yep. So this is taking. An aged rum barrel that was aged in a bourbon barrel, A bourbon, bourbon. barrel, Jesus and Spanish God.
1: sherry and uh, and port wine. There's all that stuff going around
0: there. This is really nice, man. Thank you. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Shit. Yeah. And this is the uh, I don't know if we can't get another barrel. Uh, we gave it back to Wine World. I told Nate I was like, hey, send it back, send it back to him. Are you familiar with uh, Jameson Caskmates? Yeah. Okay, so you know when uh, over in over in the UK Guinness is the real deal. It's re- I mean it is. Miles away, different from what it's you know, their export version of what you can get over here. Um, Guinness will barrel age in the Jameson barrel, they'll give it back to Jameson. Jameson will put whiskey in there and it'll have little chocolate notes, and that's your cask mates basically. Mm. So, we're like, start a castmates program. <clears> tell <throat> you know, tell the guys at uh Angel's interview We'll give them the Pilar barrel back, and there'll be some, some toast and roast and chocolate notes in there. And when they put their rum in there, it'll have a little bit more complexity to it. And then please send us another barrel next year so we can brew some more. Because we'd love to keep doing this and have a, have a vintage of it. But it's one of those things you hope for, um, hope to establish a relationship. If not, we're grabbing barrels of stuff. You know, we've got a, a hodgepodge upstairs. We've got Elijah Craig. We've got Wellers. We've got uh, 1792 Jefferson's Oceans. And we'll be be brewing and putting it in there one at a time. Or two at a time.
0: Man, I just saw I saw tonight that Sweetwater's coming. Uh, they're they're releasing uh, fresh sticky nugs in their Dank Tank again. They're redoing fresh what? sticky nugs again. Yeah, <laughs> coming to distro next week. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, that was a second. My that was my second favorite Dank Tank that I oh, ever for, got yeah. from them. First one was uh, Wet Dream Baby. Wet Dream. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Like <clears throat> if there's ever been, that's probably when I was at the height of me being into beer mm-hmm. and. The, when like when i tasted it i almost cried like huh. I, and that's never happened over a, like a beer like i tasted it and it was so delicious and so everything i wanted out of a beer uh what did they do what did they do with wet dream they flew down 420 pounds
2: it was just like the, uh the chinook first... i
0: think chinook hops from washington they flew it into atlanta
1: mm-hmm.
0: got the hops out and wet hopped like this yeah. Hoppy Red Ale or something. It, and that's that not the, easy to do. That was I mean, the it because uh, it was, like, yeah. it
2: was a already Hoppy Red Ale yeah. and it just had that kick. So like you had all those other flavors that you want that aren't in an IPA plus all those flavors that are in an IPA. Oh, dude, that shit was... Totally yeah. Rude. I
0: think
2: yeah. we're also hyping that shit nostalgia-wise. It's probably <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, no, it's beautiful.
0: It's beautiful. The Fresh Sticky Nugs was a close second though but still like...
2: Because it was there. It was it was, it was mover boat, <clears> right? Mm-hmm. <throat> It was oh, motorboat. Yeah. What? It was motorboat. What? my dream? It was basically motorboat. It probably was motorboat with, with fresh. Cool. Yeah, with wet yeah. hops. And I love like this motorboat. So it was yeah. fucking dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: yep. Yeah. This is
2: good too, man. This is serious.
1: It's different, but it is good. It's better. Like I said, it's better. I'm, I'm actually getting
2: really more and more stoked than you guys. Because I'm not going to lie. When, when, and this was before, yeah, you worked there for sure. When, when, and no disrespect, but when no, this Brewery first came out, I was not impressed. Gotcha. Um, they had been to a few beer festivals and around, and we had rep come by, and we had tasted some stuff, and I was just not impressed. Mm-hmm. And they've just gotten better and better and better. Like, I enjoy that uh, East Pass IPA. And the one that I just enjoy. came out of
1: the Fermenters is even better than that. I mean, yeah. Kelly is constantly tinkering uh, with the East Pass in particular. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard you, him say, I think we've about got it. And we just kind of look at each other like, all right, cool, cool. And then a few weeks ago, I was like, I want to try something different. But um, one thing, I think, I've, I think I understand what he's been trying to do, and most of it's sessionable. Um, we have people, especially right here at the beer garden that shall not be named, you know, somebody would drink a, a, a super hoppy double or a super hoppy IPA and then go to that. And they're like, this is not a very strong mm. IPA, you know, just not, not hops. And I was like, actually, I mean, if, if you're on the beach and that's your first one, it's really fantastic, in my opinion. And Destin's East Pass is what got me drinking IPAs again just because it's so much lighter. Now, we put, you know, Citra, Amarillo, Mosaic, lots of dry, double dry hop, Whirlpool, late hopping. I mean, it's much bigger than those, but he's constantly tweaking it. And, uh, and I mean, he's very passionate about it. He's trying to get, you know, he's – it's a – there's a difference between what you want to do and what you need to do to be successful uh, in the business. He's trying to trying to do that. We don't have a lot of darker big beers right now just because it's a hot area. Even our, you know, winter's here on the panhandle. If it gets down below freezing, everybody panics. Um,
2: the IPAs are still selling, man. Always.
1: IPAs are five to one, yeah. uh, the most popular beer style in, in the U.S., if Absolutely. not. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, you got to do that. Um, uh, uh, not
0: to interrupt, but Colt just hit me up and said, check your facebook feed and he just commented his wife is uh, almost 10 centimeters so it's go time
1: nice good luck
0: Colt. good luck Colt. shit crazy <laughs> crazy was he our last guest
1: Colt was our yeah, last so, guest yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely how how are are you? freaking
0: out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't. Dude, imagine imagine how freaked out he is right now
1: don't Please. take whatever <laughs> she says personally well i mean yeah. not too personally anyway.
0: yeah they went in at they went in at uh they went in at midnight last night Oh wow! I um, bet
1: they're both ready for us to be
0: over with. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh, right. He's so tired. Colt says he's so tired. <laughs> Robbie Walton, we're playing a show right now, but I thought he'd comment. Robbie just got home from Italy. Oh, she, nice. He went to it, we, yeah. The band just went out on a vacation. The band continued. Just went on a vacation. He went over to Italy to see his girlfriend for like eleven days. Oh, that's, so, that's nice. Uh, Robbie, <laughs> I hope you drank a bunch of wine. <laughs> I hope you got to do a lot. Of, I want to go to Italy so bad. I want to go to Italy really badly.
1: Never been, never been over. I'm
2: over the Italians, dude. <clears throat>
1: watch it. Oh, I guess you <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> I was telling that story the other day, last time I was in there. And, uh, I mean, you know, beer selection, yeah, you guys, yeah, you want. I didn't want whiskey. I was like, I don't want to hit it that hard. I will drink wine sometimes. It's not my go-to. Like, when we were at the tap room at the end of the weekend – they're like, Oh, we got these open bottles. Do you wanna take some home? I'm like, Nah, go ahead. You know, I just I'm a beer drinker by trade. I will drink wine though. And one of the wines I do like is Zinfandel, red Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bar and I was like, I got a Zinfandel and this pink glass of wine showed up and I was just I was mortified. It was so stupid for me to be, but I was just like, oh, "I'm the guy that I make fun of." At large, you know, and and you walked up and you were like, "Wow, that's not very often that I see you drink that." And I was like, "Yeah, that's, that's not what I want, bro. I want the red one." Uh, <laughs> Cause okay. I was just like, yeah, "Zinfandel." I don't
2: know. I don't remember who was back there with Frank.
0: My relationship with you started with you getting me that wasted at the back porch beach bar <laughs> oh, when man. we would go when we would go out there. The zipper heads when the make zipper you, heads. yeah, and make you. Oh man fuck <laughs> like I'd go out there at noon with like Seth and a couple other people they'd be like let's go see Frank let's do these <laughs> shots called zipper heads and be like what is it? and that's that's a that's a that's it a is. racial term right I and didn't like,
1: come up with I found it in a bartender I'm sorry
0: book. if I if found anybody right. but it's, it's, we're talking about shots it's
1: basically it's basically a mind eraser but instead of Kahlua you use a raspberry liqueur um and we would use orange Stoli and then put soda water on it. You yeah, know, It's layered and you don't start, you just chug it through a straw.
2: You double barrel that shit. Man. Yeah, you got to double Two barrel. Two straws, swizzle that fucker down.
1: I'm pretty sure the bosses figured out it. I mean, there'd be like six of you guys crowded up and you'd be doing that. And the bartender would be doing it too. They got to where, like, the bo- the beach bartender would call one of the bartenders upstairs and be like, hey, you need to come down for a second. are like, I'll be right back. You run down there, come back all glassy-eyed and bumping in the shit. So, yeah that went on for a while
2: oh that yeah. was years i remember yeah
0: i remember a couple years like like being out there like 4 p.m. and being like this is not okay
1: <laughs> cuz you know you like, do I'm one and you're public. like you do one at first you know somebody hands you they're like that's a drink man that's a cocktail i'm i'm supposed to chug this like yeah you chug it through the straw or straws whatever don't don't stir it up and you do it and you're like oh man that was that was pretty good Let's do another one. No, you need to wait. No, 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 no. It's, it's like like edibles. That brownie, I'm not even. I'm not even feeling that brownie, man. It's been like three minutes, and I'm not feeling it at all. Let's have another one. You know, you shouldn't. Hey, whatever, dude. This is the second time I've done this. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That's that was tradition. Start of the season. Gotta go and get some fucking zip Reds.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Seriously. That first warm day. Like every now and then, we'd get like one. Like, early March, you'd get one, and you'd be like, do you want to try to chance this beach shit? Like, I don't
1: know. I don't know. Is the is, 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 is beach bar
0: open?
1: <laughs> Oh, but I remember I was working the beach bar, and they were talking about you guys. They were like, there's some guys from Mellow Mushroom over there catching seagulls. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, they'll they'll, they'll, they'll dig a, sm- a, a shallow ditch. One of them will lay down with his hands, you know, palms up and they'll cover them with sand and then sprinkle Doritos or something on them <laughs> Cheetos and yes. oh Cheetos, Cheetos. yeah and they just, and they yes. catch I feel like we should talk
0: about this uh, you dude, saw there, it yeah
1: and there were tourists talking to were like yes. there's some crazy guys that apparently work at Mellow Mushroom they're catching seagulls and I'm like wait what yeah. 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 And, yeah. and I'm like no kidding are you serious I want to see this yeah <laughs> So, so like, is that legal? I was like, oh, those are flying rats. Yeah, it's legal. Yeah, guys.
0: it was like me, Ian, and I think like maybe you might have been there, Shane. Oh, I was there? No, it was, it was me, it was you, a and Ian and Seth. And I was like, I was like, we can catch a. Se-. They didn't believe me. I was like, we can catch a fucking seagull. Like, watch this. And we buried Ian. And you you bury him. So the only thing is sunglasses, sunglasses. <laughs> sunglasses. He's buried under sand and you put a towel over knows. his chest and you put your hands right where the uh, right where your chest is and then you you just put a light layer of sand over your chest so your whole the only thing you see are your eyes and your mouth where you can breathe a little bit and you sprinkle doritos all over cheetos the place. cheetos cheetos yeah. sprinkle cheetos on your chest and a single will pop down to eat the fucking uh, the cheeto or dorito and uh, boom You've caught yourself, you you've caught yourself He's a seagull. That
2: Parker, he freaks the <laughs> fuck out. Absolutely. The, the thing is though the they're thing so is pissy. though, he
0: was he wouldn't uh commit. Yeah. He wouldn't commit to grabbing one, so I was like, fuck this, bury me. And, <laughs> and then I, I like I'm so you're buried under sand, so you're helpless. You can barely move. The only thing that can move are your hands. And you look up and there are like thirty to forty seagulls that are two feet away from your face, just surrounding
1: you. Trying to decide. And it's it's pretty
0: land. intimidating, man, but you just gotta go for it. You just gotta go for it. <laughs> That's really funny. You brought, yeah. man. I that was, that was, a long time ago. Yeah. This it's guy good.
1: Josh used to, it used to be at the beach bar if it was slow, and he would take uh, pieces of hot dog bun and throw it down next to the beach bar. And, you know, you've got all those those cats under that restaurant. I won't name it, but there's cats under there non nonstop. And so he's got all these seagulls and pigeons eating, and you see the cats like lined up eyeballing them. Just you know. They're not starving, but it's just part of their nature.
0: That's right. The cat's at... Uh, there's cats all over. Yes. Fucking feral as shit. Yeah. Oh,
1: well, no, I mean, they, they come get them, and, I mean, they're probably living better than some people. I don't Well, there's I don't the, well, well, there's it, two.
2: There's, there's the... the, the feral ones on the beach and then there's ones that are yeah. like, in the high life that get fed up. The one
1: under that restaurant food. have their own Facebook pages and shit. I don't <laughs> think that at all. There's a, post, there's a poster out front with four cats and they have their own Facebook Follow page. Follow us out. Yeah. Oh, is the that seat. the
0: restaurant that sets it up? Like Yes. Like, Loco is eating the fish sandwich tonight. That uh, like, you know, kind of shit. A,
1: this is our, this is our, you know, our, our tuna dip connoisseur here and I'm just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. No way. This. Cause your tuna just it looks like
0: fucking cat
1: food. Maybe right? I, mean, I don't know. It's it, is, I, it with smoking yeah. cat. Food. It uh, it it bothers me a little bit. Well, and you know, I got just tea, gotcha. Well, I mean, and some of it is you see these people out front petting the kitty. Uh, you know, yeah. They're like, oh hey, look, and the cat doesn't want anything to do with it anyway. No. They're, they're petting it, and they walk in, and they go eat food without, you know, washing their hands or anything. But we're not even getting all that. And then my, ugh. yeah,
2: don't have cats in your restaurant.
1: But, yeah, I'm like crazy.
2: Yeah, it's one thing to have, you know, what, a little porch kitty, but not, 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 you know, not an army. What is it? A pride, right? (laughs) Not a fucking pride. No no, kidding. (laughs) When you got people on the payroll
1: that come in (laughs) to pick them up and take, I don't know. um, The argument could be made that they are, you know, minimizing the rodent population under their, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe.
2: Yeah. This
1: place right here got a salty cat. That they starved to death to try and get it to eat, and it wouldn't. You know, it was just, it just started starving, and like, well, feed it. We can't let her, you know, we can't let her get hungry. So yeah, I mean, but honestly, I mean, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever seen any down there. So for some reason, possums see that down here on the hard. Possums. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, possums fucking
2: everywhere.
1: Possums and armadillos. I fucking hate possums. <laughs> just
0: coming back in on this. You see
2: armadillos? I haven't seen an armadillo around
1: here. Brent, oh yeah, all the time. Uh, on the panhandle, sure, man. See the armadillos, armadillos, coyotes. We're we're becoming that we're we're becoming West Texas, I think. Oh, you so. see me all the time when I walk when I
0: walk my yeah. dog. My dog doesn't think we go for walks. My dog thinks we're going squirrel hunting every morning. <laughs> yeah. uh, we just walk around. I got that. I got that twenty pound Some vest. I I, yeah, nice. man. So, it. Yeah, I try to walk her. I try to walk her a couple of miles every morning, man, with that vest on. That vest does help. It like, makes a difference, for like, real. You know, because I feel like I wasn't getting anything out of my walks. So I'll throw that fucking vest on there, and then by the time I'm done walking a couple of miles, man, mm-hmm. you know. You I know. went
1: last night with that thing on I mean, I was sopping. I mean, I was yeah. walking a pretty good clip, but you, yeah. you basically got 20 pounds on you. You just gained 20 pounds. Yeah, you do. So, That's exactly what you have on you, man. Not the fun way either. It's just, you know, just all That's attrition. Just uh, this is, yeah, this is the fun way. But uh, Yeah. Man,
0: this is awesome. That was good. It was super enjoyable, man.
2: I honestly couldn't tell you the last time I've had a stout or a fucking porter. Or... I think
0: yeah. you had the temperature right too, man.
1: Yeah, um, you know, cool, not cold when it opened up. That kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, sweet man. Uh, fuck. Is there anything else you want to talk about, dude? You got anything else going on? They, yeah, really I think coming up at the brewery? Like yeah, so, any yeah. any cool stuff you want to talk about there? Or, well, I mean, yeah, uh, so brewery, we're we're planning you? a
1: planning a remodel to expand the tap room, and then we're gonna to try and have something going on. Uh, we're closed. Most breweries are closed on you know Sunday or Monday, one or the other or both. Um, you got to have a day off. Uh, we're closed on Sundays and Mondays, so on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we want to try to have something going on. Maybe doing the yoga on Thursdays. Um, my um, Kelly and Chelsea, very graciously, I was like, hey, can I start doing these classes at the brewery? You know, just be people sitting around chilling, drinking beer, and learning about something. They're like, yeah, absolutely. We want to keep people coming in. Um, so you'll see some beer-wise classes coming up. Uh, we've talked about, um, you know, sorry, we've talked about music trivia. <laughs> no, well, you know, not, I was just going to suggest. On, it will not be on Tuesday. I was just going to
0: suggest. Like I was like, hey, you guys want to do trivia? No guy. I know yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. trivia for On it.
1: Wednesdays. Huh? Yeah. Right. <laughs> On Wednesdays, not Tuesdays. But dude, I've been trying I've been meaning to come up there. I love music trivia. Do it, man. I, I Every need to Tuesday, baby. Need to. It just seems like, you know. I get off work and I'm like
2: We drink beer, we take tests. It's pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> nice.
1: Um no, I mean we're yeah, the brewery will see some uh some expansion, but nothing huge. Yeah. Um we're not gonna try and, you know. Uh, overreach ourselves as a matter of fact you know as soon as we the little expansion that we do in the next couple of months who knows what's going to happen you know there, there's going to be adjustment period um, I don't know how to describe the difference I don't know how to describe the difference in you know brewing on a four barrel system like that and then going to a 23 barrel system um, so you say you a kinda, four barrel system you mean eight kegs well I mean a. it depends on what you mean by keg you know when you've got well your typical keg's a half barrel right so yeah, I would so assume would be, that right, but you, we break those down into sixths, quarters, and mm. then some cans. We do canning in the brewery also. So first, someone decides how much are we going to can and how much we're going to put in kegs, which size keg. Um, we're kind of getting away from the sixths. We want to do more quarters and half barrels. You know, this time next year, most of it'll be half barrels. You know, the East Pass and the Destinale, and that's when I don't want to have to lift any more of them mm. ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. Those things are heavy. Um, and you know just will breakers and stuff, so uh, yeah, we will be. I don't know. I think the next. I think the next year for the brewery is going to be fantastic. Um, we're not going to have to work as you know as frantically to get our regular beers out, and we'll get to play around a lot more. And uh, coming and hanging out at the at the tap room is something we really want people to kind of think into. Sure. And that on, and honestly, you know, you hear people say all the time. So where do the locals go? I'm like, we we cower at home. We uh, we stay out of the traffic. Sorry we stay out of the traffic uh, we, we don't deal with lines and all that kind of stuff so, but the tap room from I don't know September to March is where we really want locals we want you guys to walk yeah. over bike over whatever you know um,
2: well how does that work what do you do What is it like a ticket system
1: no, you just go there and you
0: buy fucking beers.
1: Yeah, you just go there and buy beers. It's a,
0: it's, it's like a, it's a bar.
1: It's a bar. It's a, yeah. it's a consumer on premises taproom. We sell six yeah. packs. We sell growlers. We sell, you know, we sell flights. We sell pints. Yeah, there's, a bar, there. there's a bar. There's a bar
0: you walk up to. There's some chairs around it with some tables and shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's like cornhole out front and shit. Yeah, like we have
1: we have electricity. We have running yeah. water. <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Well, no, a lot of breweries they of they they can't. I understand. They, but um, especially in Georgia, that's that's being. And, and that all comes down to taxation. You know, you've got yeah. to go through the, the red tape and the politics of it all. But, yeah, we can – we it's it almost just like a bar. We close early. We close at 7. We have to – we can't close at 9 and 10 o'clock. We'd sell too much beer. We'd, we'd fall into a whole new tax bracket. That's the kind of thing. So we open at 1, Tuesday through Saturday, and we close at 7. When I first came on, I was like, why don't we close at 7, man? Let's stay open until 9. Make some money. Let people get home, let the dog out, change clothes, go have a few beers. Otherwise – you know, by the time they get here, it's, it's working on last call. Um, but that's what we have to. We have to do that. Um, and it does work. Um, there's so many people traveling around the area. I mean, I had, I don't know how many, a lot of people this afternoon came in between 1 and 3.30 and then nothing for a while and then 5.30 rolled around. And that's mm-hmm. when you, you see your daytime crowd. But, yeah, it's just like a bar. It's pretty simple. We're going to gonna do some remodeling and expanding. There'll be a lot more seats. We're going to try and do kind of an indoor version of this thing out here. Um so yeah. it's not so weather dependent,
0: dude. I mean, the first time, the first time I went there, we were super impressed. Right on. Like, you know, my my wife doesn't really like going to bars and shit anymore, and she was like, "We should come here
1: more often." I yeah. was like, "Yeah, we should. Yeah, we gotta get some more comfortable like chairs." Sure. I I don't like sitting on bar stools or high but, high stools. I'm just, yeah. you know, perched on top of that. Yeah. But uh, but then again, if you give me a recliner, I'll just think I'm at home and fall asleep. How are you feel before you know that? it, I'm in my underwear. How are you feeling in that chair? You feeling okay in that chair? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That chair. Well, that <laughs> it's got that chair slowly. It. uh we, it's, we started you out when you first came in here. You were about you eight. Went, you right. were about eight inches you higher went. than you are now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel and like a, a, <laughs> uh, over like <laughs> I got to get that fixed. But over like yeah. forty minutes, it'll just. You're right. I just, just now fucking, noticed that. It'll slowly go down. Slowly go down. I I feel,
1: I, mean, I you know. Like like but you know what? You probably just.
0: You probably just thought it was the beer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not
1: not too sharp at this point, yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah. Well, shit, man. Dude, thank you for coming in. Thank you for bringing beer. That, oh, that's cool, uh, of course. That definitely... Uh,
2: Damn good beer.
0: Yeah, yeah, really good beer.
1: Yeah, well, um, uh, you know... Uh,
0: Destin anytime. Brewery, if y'all want to go check it out, you can go. It's uh, right on the corner there. Of it's on Mel- Mountain uh, Drive. Yeah,
1: Mountain. Um, it's, it's actually, you can breeze past it without even... Without even blinking, there's a little, uh, it's 505 Mountain Drive. It's right before you get to Melvin. Mm-hmm. There's a little U uh, shaped warehouse. We're in there. Um, a lot of people are like, you know, why don't you get your own standalone brewery? Like, when's the last time you tried to buy real estate in the Destin area? You know, That's, <laughs> yeah. that's basically all it boils down to. Everyone wants King's ransom, King ransom for anything. So um, we figured out a way to make that work. We're probably going to stick there for a while. I mean, I hate to you know, speak for the brewery. I'm not mm-hmm. the one making the decisions, I'm just yeah, a yeah, yeah. brewer, you know. Come back and Kelly and Chelsea yeah. are like, what the hell are you thinking, man? We we were planning on going across the street, now we can't. Yeah, but uh, no, nah, they. But uh yeah, that's
0: it. But anyway, go there. You can drink. Uh, you can drink all of the Destin Brewery beers. They have some guest taps on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see Frank and a couple other uh people who run the tasting room. Yeah, um, it's super, a small thing. Super it's enjoyable okay. experience. I I really I need to get there more. I don't I don't get to go nearly enough. I've never so. been.
1: We're going to try and go. keep our normal hours even through the wintertime. That's what we're, we're lobbying for. We're like, don't, yeah. you know, don't, when you see the, especially these small businesses in this town, before you know it, they're closing at 7, and then they're closed Monday through Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then they're only open on Friday and Saturday, and you never know when they're open, and it's such a pain when you're trying to, what, what can we do tonight? So we want them people to say, Tuesday through Saturday, you can definitely come to the tap room from 1 to 7, you know, that kind of thing. Frank,
0: I think you're in a good spot where, you're, where you are.
1: I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time. Uh, and uh,
0: and and where the where the brewery is too, and uh, like where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank and I live. We live pretty close to each other, probably about a half mile away from each other. Um, but uh, I feel like, have you been to Saint Augustine before? Uh, once. Yeah. Did you go to like the historic district? You know, like there's that historic district of Saint Augustine and shit, like the old Saint Augustine,
1: yeah, and all yeah. that shit. I think I was like, in the touristy area for the most part.
0: I feel like that's what's happening with where we live. Um, I feel like uh, there's a lot of... uh, I walk my dog every morning around that block. It's like a two-mile block all the way from where McGuire's is all the way up to almost where the Destin Elementary School is. That whole area, um, there's a really cool feel feel there, man. And um, there's a lot of things going on. And I kind of feel like that's going to be like... There's a lot of uh, ROI property there, too. And I feel like that's going to be a really cool spot to go. Like I feel like that's going to be your... Uh, where people who you're younger people who like want culture and all that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. th- it's going to be those kind of shops. So I feel like you're in the right spot, man, for that, for sure.
1: Um, and it, that also reflects in the real estate that's going on in sure. the area too, man. Um, well, the last time I seriously thought about leaving and going back to Atlanta, I was like, Oh man, am I just spinning my wheels down here and going to the beach and having beer and stuff? Um, it was like November. I'm sitting there in flip flops and shorts, like right out here, Thinking about talking about going back to Atlanta or maybe going up to Bend, Oregon or going wherever. And I'm watching pelicans dive bomb in the, you know, it's like 70, 68, 70 degrees. Yeah. I'm sitting there talking about, it. I'm like, but where the hell am I going to go and, and be able to do this kind of stuff? So, I mean, mm-hmm. it is a, it, it's a really great area. I don't uh, you hear a lot of people say, "Oh, I moved down to Destin and it ruined me." I was like, "Well, you know, you, you made your own choices." It's cuz you hung
0: out with the wrong fucking yeah. people. The city of <laughs> That's Destin, all it is.
1: City of Destin is not telling you to spend your paycheck at AJ's there, you know. Yeah. One guy is. We love they, we like AJ's. Sure, yeah. We like AJ's yeah, too.
0: We have a love-hate <laughs> relationship with they, we have a love-hate relationship with Red Door as well. Red Door gets half a fucking Shane's chain's paycheck. That's right. Still, so, why I mean, I don't like that. Never mind. <laughs> not half. That's wrong. That's right. Well, actually, it's pay- its right. <laughs> that's right. My paycheck, yeah. Yeah, his paycheck. Yeah. You know, if it's you're a punch jukebox or something, or <laughs> no, my paycheck's not
1: shit. Yeah, it's oh, okay. a bartender. He's, <laughs> a, bartender. he's half, a bartender. His paycheck's like... half of thirteen dollars goes <laughs> to Red Door every two weeks, yeah. right? Or or just uh, this
0: is not a what do what do they use? When it's, yeah, this, you is a out this is not this a check. This is not a check. Not too yeah. many, but that's yeah. People Boy hand it to you, and you're like, yes, and you. Open it and you're like fucking Texas. Oh, oh! Before we go, I, I meant to tell you about this. Uh, if you go on Credit Karma, and everyone should fucking listen to this right now. <laughs> have you heard about heard this? this? I don't know. All right. If you go to CreditKarma.com, and once again, these people don't fucking pay me. They fucking should. But if you go to fucking Credit Karma, you can type in your name and the state you live in, or any other states that you've worked in, and there's unclaimed money. All right. So, what? so I went. I went to. I went to Credit Karma. And I typed in my name. Uh, I've got a pretty, a pretty. I don't think anyone else on the planet Earth has my same name. You're the that, first I've yeah. met. Okay. Um, but anyway, you type your first and last name and the state you live in. So I did that. Put Florida. Click. No, you, you're no unclaimed money. So I was like, okay, well, shit. So I worked in Texas for a while. Um, it was a serving job. You know, typed in Jared Cramblet, Texas. It was like, you have $36 in unclaimed money. I was like, get Give the it fuck out of here. Give so, it to me. <laughs> so it was like, click here to claim your money. So I clicked. And sure as shit, it was from a restaurant I worked at in 2006 in Texas.
1: That's crazy they have a backlog like that. Well, yeah, because oh, yeah. they have what to. What is it based on? Because if
0: you're on payroll, if you're Kay. on payroll, if someone doesn't cash you a check, it's not like if I just wrote you a check and after nine days it's no good right. anymore. That check goes to the state. Because you're paying payroll taxes and all that shit. So that money goes to the fucking state. So that state has to, if you claim that money, there's billions of dollars of unclaimed money. So anyway, I was like, this is kind of fun. I've got, I'm not too busy right now. Like, let me see if my wife's owed any money. So I typed in my wife's name. Sure as shit. She's got money coming to her too.
1: Nice. So I
0: was like, I'm going to type in Shane's name. I typed in Shane's name. Shane's got money coming back to I him. I got
2: 45 bucks. It's ridiculous. Nice. It's ridiculous.
0: And, and I know you're like, yeah, it's $36. It's $45. No, 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 hey, hey, hey. It's Shit. Expensive. 45
1: bucks. Shit. 45 bucks, 45. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that whole saying. So, so go to Credit
0: it, no. Karma, type your name in under unclaimed money. uh uh-huh. Type your name in. See what's going on, Frank. You probably got some money coming. I worked to you, a lot right? in Georgia.
1: Not too many other places, but Georgia. I worked a lot. Shit, we should. Pr- we can check there that might out right be, now. There might be fifty-two dollars. Let's do,
0: okay. Before we go, we're gonna go shortly. Go to okay. I I feel like I need to utilize Shane because he is my Google extraordinaire here, and we don't use him enough. So it's so one of those uh, things where
1: they're like, "Please wait, we're contacting <laughs> yeah. the authorities. Do you know the location of Frank Gordon? Uh Go to
0: uh, go go to uh, if you. Scroll what happens hey, if I, oh, I owe? If I owe, do You I don't. You won't me? owe. No, no this, it, is, this, is, this is unclaimed, unclaimed money. money. This is gotcha. this is payroll checks that have been returned to the state. I'm gonna is, call is it what it we're dealing $13, with. Thirteen dollars. I'm gonna call it right now. Is that, I, that your I, Is that your real name, Frank? Is that like
1: uh, full name is Franklin with, uh, okay. with an I?
0: Is that what it reads on your W nine?
1: Probably. I, I don't know. Um, usually I put, I don't know. You, you shouldn't sound. Doesn't sound very responsible of me, does it? Gordon, I don't know. Somebody else handles that for look me. Look
0: for uh, look for Georgia, Frank
1: Gordon. Yeah, Georgia. Look for Georgia. I think there's a yacht salesman, or really just popular. Try, uh,
0: and just try Frank Gordon.
1: Yeah, probably Frank Gordon. I don't know. Could be Franklin.
0: I figured there's probably a few Frank Gordons though.
1: Yeah, there's there's a couple of them. But uh, we'll find out real quick, especially if they're owed money. If they're owed a lot of money, that's me.
0: Oh, there's a bunch of Frank Gordons owed money, dude. You yeah. might want to look at this. Did you ever work at a
2: Taco Bell? No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> never, never did.
0: Uh, this is even after where they probably owed me something. Though. Are there any in debt? Like, is that Florida? Is.
2: Yeah, this is Florida.
1: Hold
0: on. Florida, I doubt it. Okay, check uh, uh check that, da- check Georgia. Where,
1: where in Georgia? Uh, Georgia, uh, Lagrange, La Noonan, Carrollton. Um, Ooh, Georgia went, has different laws. Uh, Georgia well, doesn't tell you tell you what it is It doesn't tell you Yeah uh, Most of to, them You have to Sign up for your free 30 day trial Then oh. I find out If I get my <laughs> Exactly right. I get my $17 there's,
0: there's 15 Frank Gordons In the state of Georgia Who are owed money so we'll see huh. That's good odds think.
1: That's good odds man I'd look into it Wonder what the minimum The minimum is For it to show up on the website Like five bucks or...
0: uh, Probably
1: Probably two dollars It doesn't matter Sounds like a lot of work For two dollars man
0: yeah. Well, I mean, mine was $36 and it took me it took me 5 minutes to get my $36. Right. So I figured like that's
2: It'll well, take it you five minutes, but it's also
0: going to take us what, like they gave honestly, to get it to you I spent a, for, more typing in all my friends' names when I was yes. done. I was like, I want to give my friends good news. <laughs> you know? Does it come to you in,
1: like a rebate check out of Saskatchewan or something? No, it's, it's a like check from even, the state because your payroll checks turned over from the state. Gotcha.
0: So the state of Texas is sending me a check. They said within 15 days, the state of Texas sent me a check for thirty-six dollars. Well,
2: oh, that was a lot shorter than mine. Mine took like a fucking month. Yeah, well, I don't know. I've worked in Florida. I work in the
1: service industry so long, I don't have too many regular job checks yeah. floating around there. I have no idea. Yeah. Probably count on one hand.
2: No, so mine's server. I'm, like I said. Huh.
1: Forty five dollars from that's a server job, problem. that's like two weeks.
2: That's pretty good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's that mellow mushroom. That's probably your
1: vacation <laughs> yeah. check you didn't know you were getting.
2: Word. Well, you might have money, Frank. Yeah, check that out.
1: Cool. All right. How many fifteen people I gotta go through?
0: That, God, was just, and just, that was just Franklin. Just Frank creditcarmen.com credit dude. Credit That's it. And and it. I, didn't, I didn't
2: put Franklin in, so you might. Huh.
0: Yeah. There, there might be Franklins who are getting some
1: money. <laughs> True. So you start asking about that when I'm I signing if up. if
0: Chad's getting money back. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Fucking Chad.
1: Chad. I always thought that would be a good name for a beer. Chad needs Chad. more ranch. <laughs> I, I love pop culture references in beer and stuff like yeah. Chad. And you're like, Chad needs more ranch. You're like, Fuck chad <laughs> so everybody hates chad <laughs> <laughs> and i know a really nice guy named chad so i hate to say it, you know but you're like it is kind of a popular reference yeah know? man over over there the the bar We're like up oh, chads are here you know you would see him come in you're like Ur. are they can i guess what they're wearing
0: sure okay i'm guessing some sort of uh khaki shorts it's yes. right above the knee and um, some sort of button-up Columbia that has the breathables in the back. Right, tucked in. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's Chad. Uh,
1: if you had a All pastel day. dress shirt, uh, bow tie, please. Croquis. Yeah. Sunglasses on backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some frat boys waiting in the parking lot to be Man, I can't hate
0: on this. the croquis. But the thing is, it's because they're, <laughs> they're fucking useful. But I don't use croquis. I use uh,
1: cables. Totally different. But it's because it's they're useful. Chad doesn't wear those. Yeah. Chad wears croquis. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: curtains with a right. visor
1: yeah <laughs> ooh visor. visor that's excessive
2: yeah I saw it yesterday <laughs> I did I pulled up in a fucking FJ I was like oh dude that's a dope car I was like oh
0: thanks man <laughs> <laughs> Well, sweet. Frank. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Absolutely. Thanks for the beers. I hope you enjoyed your time, man.
1: I did. Had a good time. And
0: uh, man, we're gonna come see you. Crazy new
1: experience. Yeah, you guys come in and hang out. Is this first?
0: Is this your first podcast?
1: Yes, ours too, man. So, (laughs) (laughs) I kind of felt like that. No, No. it is our first time
0: going live though. So say goodbye to. uh,
1: You're like, talk, talk. So,
0: that's that. What are we done? Are we still going on Instagram? is that even still happening it's okay (laughs) (laughs) but uh, but anyway thank you so much to everyone who's listening Uh, wimty w-i-m-t-y dot podcast at gmail.com reach out to us if you want to tell us we suck that's cool too if you want to tell us you dig what we're doing that's cool if you want to come on here and talk uh, talk to us uh, let us know we'll get you on Um, that's about it man thanks Frank thanks Frank thank you guys take care y'all